0: Sprinkle my ashes on Frenchman Street. Don't be upset at the news. Just cut me loose with a soulful song. Don't play no Frenchman Street
1: blues. Frenchman podcast episode two, one. It's the one. Whereas, I mean, it's the two. It's the two, it's the <laughs> it's <other>. the two. <laughs> and it's the way she is. Isn't it's the she? way
2: she is. What was the one you said earlier? Uh, <laughs> it's
1: the it's what she gives. It's the way she gives. It's the way she gives. It's the way she gives.
2: It's, or what's
1: what she gives? Like, I already forgot. It's forgotten. the way she gave. Already forgotten, but oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know. With this is but we, we, how long ago did we do one? It was like last week. Last week, okay, yeah. We're, so it's, it, looks, it
2: looks like it's looking to be a weekly thing. It's weekly,
1: I, okay. Hmm. Lots well, happened in the past week. I think. Well, I mean, because if we're gonna do sports talk weekly, is almost um, a yeah. must. Because yeah, if so not, I you mean, get out of date. It's like, oh, we're talking about game six when uh, you know game game seven <laughs> already happened, and yeah. you know the whole thing's settled. Well, and- exactly. We don't want to start talking about
2: hockey after the cups won. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's why Courant. I mean we're kinda doing a soft
1: launch too. We're we're not really doing much promo right now. No,
2: no, no. We're 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 baking them. We're baking the pies for
1: the tests, you know? Baking the pies, yeah. And and uh you know, we're we're taking it into like a like a more a more comedy, kind of lighthearted route too, with a lot of sports talk. Yeah, tighten up the format a bit. Tighten it up. But uh nope. Good feedback last time, and uh, I got, I'm wearing socks. <laughs> that's good. So I mean, <laughs> if nobody, you're watching these in succession, nobody sees my bunions this time around, <laughs> which is gonna be real nice. Like, holy shit, that guy's got a big ass fucking bump on the side <laughs> of his foot.
2: Yeah, go back yeah. to episode one. Check that one out.
1: Yeah, well, you know, if you want to see my bare feet, and my toe jam, <laughs> that's the one.
2: But um, all right, so we're going right into the hockey talk today. There's a lot that's been going on. Yeah, well, well, leave F one
1: for later because, uh, like, hockey. I well, mean, that's true.
2: Yeah, it's an off week for F one,
1: and and there has been a lot going on with hockey uh, in the past week.
2: Right, right off the bat, though, the next race that's coming up is I can never pronounce it properly, Azerbaijan, uh,
1: <laughs> Azerbaijan,
2: Azer, 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 Azer,
1: Azerbaijan,
2: Azerbaijan. <laughs> <That's our laughs> mot, pa- it's,
1: it's like barrain.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, eh <laughs> right. Okay, advancement. Azar-
1: <laughs> oh. So NHL. I mean like holy shit, man. Got lots going on. Which one do I open up here first? Here? I, I I don't think I'm gonna go in order. Okay. Um I don't think I have seen a Stanley Cup playoff. Where I have I don't have a team involved, so the Ottawa Senators are not there. Where I have been so excited and I've been so tuned in, like I have watched probably more hockey this Stanley Cup playoff than I ever have before in any previous years, yeah, maybe even here. including with the Sens, you know. And uh, I mean, we talked about Tampa, Columbus, and how there was a uh, a, a five alarm fire in Tampa. What is Was that fire, What does that mean? Well, like like things were going were going bad and they needed to extinguish some fires, and they had they, they had to shape up if oh, they wanted right, right. to yeah. finish that series. And they lost. And they, not only did they lose, but they were swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets.
2: I pulled up the, uh, just so our viewers could see.
1: Yeah. Um, and, I,
2: I pulled up, and our listeners, I put up uh, the brackets for the playoffs.
1: and that's it, well, And that's what it's looking like. And so far, all the teams that are through, that are confirmed to go into the second round, are the ones that you least expected to make it through? So the Tampa Bay Lightning and Columbus Blue Jackets is probably the most startling one. The Tampa Bay Lightning, the President's Trophy winners. Yeah, that were... means the best team in the league, the ones projected to win the Stanley Cup, are <laughs> ousted by the bottom seed team Unreal. in the Eastern what Conference. A game that
2: was an entire series, but that, that deciding game was something else.
1: Well, the The last game, yeah, like I mean, you know, you win seven. What was it, seven two, seven three, something like that. I can check, but uh... pretty sure it was around the seven two, seven three range. They scored seven goals on them. I think three of them were empty nets. But um, the the I I think the big question comes is that like you know the the Tampa Bay Lightning put out a big tweet apologizing to their fan base and how disappointed oh, they, they were. Yes, they did. Um, because, you know, you finish the season with, what was it, 116 points or something ridiculous like that. Tied, I think, NHL history.
2: Yeah, Tampa. Oh, that's really, I don't know. I, I don't know how to find these stats, Dan. NHL.com is usually the place this? you find them.
1: What Is that? Yeah, so yeah, you're that, now you're looking at the Atlantic Division, the Metropolitan Division. So, Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, top of the division and uh 62 wins 16 losses for a total of 128 points. Know how ridiculous that is.
2: <laughs> oh points right here. Okay. That
1: is that that is insane. That's is, unheard of. What would of.
2: be is that almost a perfect season?
1: It's pretty close. I mean in uh, in terms of hockey like that both, is a perfect season. Yeah. That is a uh, that is a What's 16 like, and 0 season. So this is beyond great. Yeah, like that, that that's unheard of. Like like 62 wins in a season is c'est just quoi, like completely
2: c'est quoi les, le pointage? It's V's. Like, what's a good take on, um, you know, like the odd? Not the odd team, but like, if if you're a contender, what are you hoping for? Above 100 easily?
1: Well, in terms of points, you're yeah. looking for above 100. Okay. Um, typically anything above 100 gets you into the playoffs. Um. Okay. P- points are one thing. It's wins that are the other thing. 62 wins. Now, oh, yeah. That that's the stat that you're looking at more than anything. Look at all the other teams. 49. Oh, 46, Even second place, yeah, forty-four, and those are good teams. Boston and and, and Toronto are good teams. Okay, like oh, cool. We
2: can go with next division after.
1: Those are those are proper teams, and they did well. And just it, the comparison is that the Tampa Bay Lightning is supposed to be blowing the NHL out of the water, <laughs> and I, I don't know what happened. I mean, I I watched a lot of the games, and a lot of people go, "Oh well, Tampa Bay choked." And I'm like, "Well, is it that they choked?" Or is it that Columbus came out of the gate flying, yeah, with that underdog power and outperformed them.
2: Well, it, what's what's the the roster like? Are they young, or is there a bunch of veterans on the Blue Jackets? Like uh, they clinched, a, they pinched up uh, or cinched or clinched or whatever it said the, the wild card, right? Y'all, yeah, well, in they, plaza
1: y- oh, uh, they beat the uh, the Montreal Canadiens out of that spot. And um, well, it's not that they have a veteran roster by any means; they have talented players. They have a good goalie, Sergei Bobrovsky. They have uh, a good superstar player in uh, Artemi Panarin. They've got some pretty key players like uh, Matt Duchesne. They've got a variety of other guys, Ryan Zingle. They have have good depth, but they are in no way supposed to be a team that's going to be surprising anybody with not just a victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's not the victory that, that surprises me. It's the fact that they were swept. Hmm. That that is NHL history. Never before in NHL history did a President's Trophy winner, the number one team in the league, get swept in the first round of the playoffs. Wait, n- never, never.
2: Dans toute l'histoire historique de la de NHL. La what?
1: Yeah.
2: No one's. So say it again. The <laughs> process. It. Never has a
1: President's Trophy winner, that is yeah. the the, the number don't... one team in the NHL at the yeah. end of the regular season, been swept in the first round of the playoffs by an eighth seed. Never, never, ever has never happened. It's,
2: it's, it's a David and Goliath story. It,
1: this is this is if a David and Goliath story. If Goliath was an extra twenty feet taller, <laughs> like it, it is not supposed to happen. Let alone, let alone the Tampa Bay Lightning not even scoring any goals.
2: Even some of the oh, these are regular season
1: those are some comparisons over there goals per game and uh, goals against per game things like that you know like so
2: the odds on paper this was a this was an easy win for tampa
1: it should have been so
2: are you disappointed or are you like glad or i'm happy
1: i'm happy i'm beyond happy i mean i i i like a good underdog story when my team is not involved hmm. and that's that, that makes me pretty happy because i i, I don't like predictability in the playoffs and I think that this is proof that the NHL playoffs really is the biggest grind in professional sports Yeah, anything happens in the playoffs
2: I mean anything. Do you th- do you, would, you, would you? it's arguable that March Madness is up there too
1: well yeah March Madness definitely is up there for yeah. sure and in terms of volume of teams as well
2: because they I don't know how many games they do in a week or two or like a week right they have seven days to just give her
1: I think so. Um, I'm not very know. familiar with March Madness, how how, how it works. Um, all I know is that the sport of basketball is the more predictable sport of the two. Right. For example, like you know the Golden State Warriors, any team that LeBron is on, like the Cavaliers or anything like that, you know they're bound to have a lot of success yeah. in the playoffs because your top stars can play the most amount of minutes possible. Same thing goes for March Madness, right? If you have your top stars. You can have them on the court as much as you want. Whereas if in hockey, it, it doesn't work that way. Your 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 superstars will still play only about 20 to 25 minutes per game. Top defensemen will play maybe 30 minutes per game. That's out of 60 minutes. So... 68
2: teams for March Man.
1: 68 teams. That's a lot of... It's time It's to- a lot of teams. That's a lot of teams.
2: I'm just quickly just trying to see. But, uh, yeah. Single elimination tournament, 68 teams in seven rounds.
1: (laughs) That's a lot of of volume. It's a pretty big ground.
2: But on every day, there's there's so many games. But it's a
1: single elimination tournament. Now, that's something that you need to keep in in consideration here. It means you lose, you're out. So the Stanley Cup playoffs is best of seven series. If you want to win the Stanley Cup, you need to win four times four. So that's 16 games out of 28. Oh, okay. You have all to win sixteen up, yeah. games out of twenty-eight. It it seems like it's easy, yeah, but it's really not.
2: Because this doesn't mean that's that's if it was a, if you win each time.
1: That's if you go to game seven in every single series. Oh, yeah. okay,
2: that's a lot of hockey.
1: You're gonna win sixteen. out Yeah, it, well, by the end of it, you're banged up. You know, you've been taking pucks <laughs> to the face and to the yeah. balls and all kinds of shit. Yeah, and you're playing every other night, and you're also playing a contact sport, which basketball is not. And,
2: and the traveling.
1: Traveling well yeah it, it it typically stays like east Coast, west coast, because you know like Columbus and Tampa Bay are like the time zone difference is not ridiculous. it's maybe an hour the midwest to the to the eastern seaboard, but uh, yeah, the travel too, you're right yeah. it, 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 and the thing is is that it's not the only series that is like that. And I think the biggest alarm has had uh, you got Steve Eiserman going to Detroit uh, after Tampa's elimination. So, you know, Tampa was going for the cup this year. Steve Eiserman was probably on the side going, um, you know, I'm going to be looking to go elsewhere. I mean, the man shits Stanley Cup contending teams. Okay. He's a GM. And he's going back to his home team of the Detroit Red Wings, where he was the captain for years. So he's. He's, yeah, he's, he's going to over. Detroit. He's going to Detroit. Who yeah. said,
2: "Come on over"? Did he help himself? Or? He
1: decided to go there. He's a hot commodity. Parti qui, To Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, okay. <laughs> he created that team. He created that team.
2: Il a lui dit, okay, because of this, this is ridiculous.
1: No, no, I think. Uh, or is it a leadership? I thing? think the way he saw it is that this is the year for Stanley Cup for the Stanley Cup to come to um to Tampa Bay. I've done everything I can do as a GM, which he has. I mean, they're the best okay, team why? in the NHL. Put coach, GM. He's the GM, yeah. yeah. So he he's the brainchild. It's his brainchild, right? Yeah. And he, he essentially created a team that can win a Stanley Cup, and they fucking didn't. So I think he probably had an agreement before the end of the season, saying, "I think at the end of the season, I'm going to be going over to Detroit, which they desperately need to rebuild and they need to get back into the game." So that's uh, that, that's what Steve Eiserman is doing, and I I mean I don't blame him because like that's so his team, he, right?
2: He he left. That's a pup. Prep- T, It wasn't like a yeah. firing. It was just yeah. like, no. all right.
1: Tampa Bay made him a, an offer. Okay. And uh, he declined, oh. and he said, I'm going to go elsewhere. Okay. I mean, he can't do much else.
2: But, did, man, I wonder, I, it's just, I wonder what Tampa fans are saying about... Because there's, there's people who always point towards the leader, the coach, or the GM, or, is it, or does it just come down to the team and it just collapsed? Was it really just a team thing, or was it
1: a leadership thing?
2: Because they kicked ass all, all around, so... The,
1: it's definitely a leadership thing. Yeah, eh? You think like, they, didn't, well,
2: they didn't execute and adjust properly during the playoffs?
1: I think you got to look at the coach, man. That's two years in a row that they don't deliver. Your coach? Uh, for, for those who don't know. Is, uh, Cooper. What? John Cooper.
3: I think John Cooper or Tom Cooper. Yeah, John Cooper.
1: And, um. yeah. that. And it, 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 a couple. It's been about two years in a row now that the Tampa Bay Lightning can't deliver. So this guy here. Yep, that's him. And uh, that's him with oh. his losing ass team in front of him. <laughs> so do you and think pissed off fans behind when, him? When you
2: were watching that series, do you think that there was plays to be? I wonder if we could find highlights too.
1: You definitely can find highlights, yeah. Because
2: I wonder, I kept points. Come, like, oh, you know what? Like to be an just to, just an armchair and be like, oh, I should have probably done this differently, or.
3: Mm-hmm. Or is it timer? Um, I don't think we hear it, but I hope not. Um, um. So, which game four?
1: Game four Tampa Bay, the last game. Yeah. Highlights. If you just search it, yeah, there it is. I think the big thing for Tampa Bay is that they couldn't really capitalize on the power play, and they couldn't kill penalties. And that generally comes down to coaching when you have the best team in the fucking league.
2: Is it like they couldn't? They couldn't. Um, oh Jesus.
1: They just they just couldn't get it together. They just couldn't. They but, couldn't defend. They couldn't attack. They but blue jackets couldn't
2: score goals. were they? No, I just want to believe that they had something up their sleeve. Though when they were playing this out, was it like, you know, what what made it so that even if you're a player and your team, can you not just see what they were doing? Were they playing something unorthodox? Was were they, Was anything funky with blue jackets? Or Was it purely Tampa Bay's own fault?
1: Um, I think that it's, it, it 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 comes down to Columbus just out muscling them in the dirty areas and capitalizing on power plays. That's what it, that's what it really came down to. Like, it, it, There's nothing cheeky that they did. They really just played their game plan. Oh, um man. I, I'd probably go as far to say that I think John Tortorella, their coach, although he's probably like a shit coach in general, is a great playoff coach. He succeeds in the playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think that's really the game changer here he got he somehow got to his players and they were riding that underdog momentum they were on fire at the end of the season and they just they just really dominated and they did super well i'm gonna be right back
2: yep. well i know nothing about hockey but uh, this looks great now out of the corner You'll get to it. Atkinson goes across. That's oh, shot. slap shot. Lou. Ah. Oh.
1: Sorry, folks. My mom's doing laundry. <laughs> and, um yeah, and I just couldn't handle the beeping anymore. I mean, like, like, they, they, they can score goals when they want. I mean,
0: like, they can score goals when they want. But the
1: thing is, is that this is a team that should be scoring eight goals a game against yeah, a team like this. Yeah, eh? they should be scoring eight goals a game.
2: Oh my god, that was beautiful
1: through the traffic. Yeah, and it, I,
0: I, I, it's
1: I, I honestly just can't put my finger on it. Like I've, I've tried to analyze it and think about like, oh yeah, well maybe you know, maybe. Maybe it's their game plan. Maybe it was uh, like Columbus was that much better, that kind of thing. But it really just comes down to the fact that they couldn't score goals when it mattered most. Like they tied this game in the second, which is really good for them. But after this, they really need to be picking it up and, you know, getting to another two goals right off the bat. But, of course, delayed penalty. And again, don't do well on the power play. They can't kill well, penalties. That, that makes me
2: think of something that we saw yesterday with the Sharks, too. But I guess we'll get there.
1: Yo, the sharks. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get
2: there. But yeah, <laughs> did you see his look? Checkley, li- checkley, li- fast, checkley, li- fast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a man who's biting his tongue.
1: That's a man who's biting his tongue because he knows he loses his job at the end of the year.
2: That's it, eh? Um, adds I don't see how you
1: can keep him. I don't see how you can keep him on.
2: Checkley, deadpan, thousand yard yeah. stare.
1: Yeah. Oof. In Columbus, on top of that, <laughs> holy fuck! And Andre Vasilevsky, one of the contenders for the Vesna Trophy this year, one of the top goalies in the goddamn NHL, like just left out to dry by his team. And I'm just, I'm just in awe. Although Bobrovsky did play really well that series, he's one of the top goalies in the NHL too. It's weird. It's weird, man. I don't know, man. These highlights, and then and then you think about the Islanders.
2: Yeah, we could bring them up.
1: And then you think about the Islanders and how the Islanders also swept the Let's, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins.
2: I'll show them up on here. Donk. Yeah,
1: New against York Penguins. Owens. Yeah, that was four nothing against Sidney Crosby, the Golden Boy, the NHL, and his fucking skating birds. <laughs> That one was way more predictable, though. To be you honest. saw it coming. I, I didn't see a sweep coming, but uh, I saw uh, I saw uh, New York Islanders winning that series coming for sure. Yeah, they so have,
2: is it the same? Is it comparable? Did New York Islanders have a seat, or were they wild card?
1: Well, it, 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 it's a two and a three, so it, it like the actually the New York Islanders are seated higher than the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, yeah.
2: They
1: had oh. a good season. They had a really good season. Um. It's just that uh, I I think that we are seeing a changing of the guard in the NHL. Oh, I love it! Changing
2: of the guard. It's the teams that
1: are p- that were previously dominating and that were previously just completely owning the NHL from top to bottom, we are we we are experiencing new players on new teams, new superstars in different realms, and and we're seeing underdogs outplay. The Top Guns and
2: how much of it is a money thing too, though, or is it not like Moneyball?
1: <laughs> that, that's the thing with hockey is that it, it's there is like a, a Moneyball component to it, where like you know they buy statistics and stuff and stuff like that. But like just because you spend to the cap, yeah. so you spend as much money as you possibly can, doesn't necessarily mean your team is good. Case in point, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, big amazing money. team, big, big money. Big money. Yeah. But when it comes to heart and when it comes to getting on the ice and making things happen, I mean, there's no amount of money that will dictate is it how, like mu- the, how much performance you're going to get.
2: The hockey IQ? Is it like the the, the and the synergy? Like, or like, you know what I mean? The band of brothers
1: aspect, you know? No, I think that you're absolutely right. Like, there probably is a factor there where you're no. going to see some teams gel over others and, you know... Teams that have seen some adversity are probably going to succeed more than others.
2: Yeah. And Blue Jackets being not bottom of the barrel, but in terms of the whole picture, in terms of the playoff context, they're
1: wild card. Well, they went for a run at the end of the season. Okay. And a run like that, that gets you into the playoffs and like, oh, finally we made it. It really brings the team together. Right. And they just started performing. I think that they just, they, they gelled as a team. They started getting their chances. They capitalized on the power play. Um, they did well on their penalty kill, and you know, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning just couldn't get anything done. And changing of the guard, it, it, it goes beyond the realm of the Eastern Conference, because you have seen uh, the Colorado Avalanche and Nathan McKinnon just completely embarrassing the Calgary Flames. Another wild card, another oh, yeah, wild card yeah. team that just made the playoffs. Beats out a number one seed in the division. And Nathan McKinnon, like if you scroll down and you look at his points, the guy's got eight points in five fucking games. Where is this here? Okay. It's a 2018-2019 playoffs right at the top. Oh, at the top.
2: I don't know. I don't know how to read these these graphs.
1: So he's got (laughs) three goals and five assists. Right here. The (laughs) guy is an absolute points and production machine. entire,
2: in the entire, how many?
1: He's played five games. Oh, he's only played
2: five games. Five
1: games, and he's got eight points. And all Three of his, goals his entire career,
2: the, the, the pique, or at least the Avalanche
1: no, no, no. career playoffs is eighteen. Okay, he's I got read. eighteen okay. games played, and he's got a total of twenty four points. It's five
2: games worth of the Avalanche so far.
1: Yeah, and, and they beat the uh, the the Calgary Flames. They they defeated them four one. Okay, so I'm
2: trying to understand the, the why it's so why it's so great. Like it's because it's five games.
1: Well, it's they they beat them four one. So, five five goals and five assists? Well, five assists, three goals, eight points. Oh, okay. You What's know, GP? Games played. Okay. <laughs> games played, three goals, five assists, and eight points. So, like, that is, that's thats thats unheard of.
2: But the game started, the playoffs started way earlier. There's more than five games? Or is it but been with five
1: games? He's played, uh, Jaggi Frenchman, oh, there. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> Not everybody plays in every game, there. Oh,
2: no? <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> no? Or is he new? Like, did he get traded before? Like, did no, you start? It,
1: it's his team. The Colorado Avalanche have played five games. They they won their series four one against the, Col- oh, right. the, the Calgary on, Flames.
2: it's not the season. That's what no, we gotta look down no, no. here.
1: <laughs> the, the season's down there, right? Yeah. So
2: in there's, they've only the, in the playoffs. You only signed to the Flames. <laughs> I'm like I'm like three minutes behind. It's going in i I'm at It's okay, Jesus.
1: but uh, but 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 I guess that helps for for anybody at home. But, but you, you you look down the graph. So the graph starts at uh, games played. Yeah. And then his goals within those games played. Yeah. And then it goes assists. And then that's total points. So that's goals and assists combined. minus is the amount of times he's been on the ice for a goal um, alongside um, a goal scored. Okay. So if his plus minus is zero, it means that he's been on the ice for the same amount of goals that were scored on him. Yeah, now that put and the same amount of goals that were, so that, oh, for example, okay. if he's been on the ice for five goals that were scored against his team, he's been on the ice for five goals. It zeroes him out, okay, okay, so it zeroes him out, oh, okay, right? okay, so okay. But that's that's really normal for a superstar player because he's on the ice, like, all the time. Right, okay. So
2: it's it should be at zero.
1: Penalty minutes. Yeah.
2: PIM. Okay. Power
1: play goals. Nice. Power play points. Those are shots on goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. and, uh, game winning goals and overtime goals and so on and so forth. That stuff gets, uh, no shots at the, is at the end, actually 26. Oh, okay. And his shooting percentage is 11.5%. That means 11.5, uh, percent of the time he's, uh, he's scoring.
2: And is that? That's good? pretty high. Okay. Really? Eh?
1: Well, that means if you took, if you took 25 shots, he will get five past you. Okay. Oh, okay. Average player gets about five shots per game. Oh, okay. You know?
2: I'm thinking in a hundred, you know, like I'm thinking a <laughs> hundred bucks, and you yeah, get eleven hundred bucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think, but, but that's why I, when I'm saying that uh, Calgary was embarrassed by the Colorado avalanche, it, it has a lot to do with him, Nathan McKinnon. Okay. And he has delivered uh, not only, but he's not the only one. They, they've they had got a good team effort and they've played really well as a team. But Nathan McKinnon is just a playoff machine and he is just absolutely insane so we've done Blue Jackets. We didn't talk about Toronto Boston yet. I guess we'll say that for later. We'll go through. Who, we're going to talk winning. about the Drake Curse later. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so okay, Blue Jackets. We did Islanders. We are on to Avalanche, and then we'll do Blues. Now we're and going with we'll Blues go and Jets, and then yeah. we'll go around to who's still current because we're in the tail end of this round.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. that's right. And uh, we'll do our Game Seven predictions as well. Sweet. Okay. So Frank's going to do some too, uh, but the Blues are are the team that I have decided that I'm going to cheer for. Come on,
2: pourquoi? Oh, you're yeah, you told me, you mentioned that.
1: So, th- th- Mais pourquoi? Let's go back to January 2019, the turn of the year. The St. Louis Blues were with our Ottawa Senators in the basement of the NHL. <laughs> in the fucking basement. Like, la mer. Bottom of the barrel. This young guy, his name is Jordan Binnington, a goalie. Yep. Comes up from the AHL. I think it was July or uh, January 7th.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pull him up.
3: Yeah, pull him up. What's he what's it what's he Jordan?
1: Like? Yeah. Binnington.
3: What team? Uh for St. Louis.
1: Binnington. There he is, yeah. There's there's the guy right there. As Don Cherry would say, that's a good Canadian kid. <laughs> Jordan Binnington comes into the NHL as an AHL goalie. I I can't remember if it was like as a replacement or if it was like as a uh, like a like a tune-up yes. game or whatever. I couldn't remember. But uh, he has been on a tear since January. And they fought their way from the basement into a playoff spot. Oh, he's our age. Yeah, 25 years old. Oh, he's from, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, he's from, from down no, south. Yeah, from Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill. And this guy has been on a tear, man. He has been he killing season, it. or? It's his rookie season. He came in in January. He was oh. an AHL call-up. Whoa. From the minor leaguers, and you stole the net, and that team, although the Saint Louis Blues are a very good team, they were just shit in the bed and <laughs> and they were okay. they were in, they wound themselves they, they up were in holding their hand. own but uh other than that like they were they're a good team yeah they're they're a solid I team
2: could, I wanna see this guy more closely now having more context, i wanna see him see some of his highlights, yeah, yeah. like. So, across, like everyone's,
1: has everyone been talking about this guy? He's the talk of the NHL right now. He's the uh, this he's, is February. He's the Cinderella story of the NHL because you just do not. Which one should we check? Like, should I, should I look for specifically for the playoffs or just overall? Are these just two... overall? Like, uh, any highlights of his? He's played so well, nonstop. Nice oh. and square on every single shot. Good puck handling, good puck management as well, you know, like, he's quick, he's good on his toes, rookie of the month in February, well, obviously, probably going to be rookie of the year, if you ask me. Yeah, we'll have to come back when they do the awards to, to see. Yeah, that'll be at the end of the season. He's not in contention for the Vesna. I don't think he's played enough years or enough games. But, but this guy is good. Like he's uh, he's he's a solid player for sure. Anyway, the, the reason I cheer for them is because there are 18 out of 22 Canadians on the St. Louis. Roster. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, yeah. So so people, it might as well be a Canadian team. Well, that's the thing is that everybody's like, oh, you gotta cheer for the Canadian team. I will never cheer for the Toronto Maple Leafs in my fucking life. <laughs> okay? I never will. I, yeah. It just won't happen.
2: See uh, episode one for more info.
1: See episode one for more info. But <laughs> so, 18 out of 22 so, Canadians.
2: Mais les Toronto aussi et
1: les Canadiens de Montréal. Oh, fuck the
3: Canadians.
1: <laughs> just. And, like, but Jesus,
2: <laughs> yeah, you we'll know. go through those after.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, Leafs and Bruins. Okay, this is the... Uh, Leafs and Bruins. Okay, so now we're done. Those who made it through.
1: Now we're talking about what's going to happen. I mean, Toronto Maple Leafs have the best chance at winning a Stanley Cup ever since 1967.
2: Okay? This is it. This is this is the year.
1: If there is a year where this cosmos were aligned for Leaf fans to have their Stanley Cup <laughs> paraded down Spadina or whatever fucking road they want to parade Spadina. It down, they. Is that this the road the of the year? year? Yeah. Because Tampa's out, Pittsburgh's out, Calgary's out. I mean, what better scenario do you want in the th- th- East? Th- yeah, this this is this is this is the ladder you'd you'd want to fight. This is the ladder you'd want to fight. Like like the winner of this game goes to play Columbus. Now Columbus obviously just beat Tampa, so they're not but, to be taken lightly, but like between Columbus and Tampa, who would you rather yeah, play? Statistically
2: it's gotta statistically. be Columbus, yeah. However, but there's, like, this magic hockey factor in the playoffs this year. There's, like, some Disney magic going on. <laughs> so it's put bon it, sang.
1: It, it, everything is flipped upside its head. And yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to go back to Boston for Game 7 tomorrow night. Dude. Tomorrow night. I talk about adversity. <laughs> to face some demons from a year ago. Same situation? Well, yeah. They went to Game 7 against mm-hmm. Boston last year. In the first round. And they fucking flubbed it. <laughs> They loved it. <laughs> yep. They had, they had something like four goals scored against them in the last like 10 minutes of the game and they lost. They just
2: choked. They just suffocated.
1: They just lost. Drowned. They drowned under the pressure and this is this is another game 7 and they just can never seem to get past the Bruins. On that notion alone and because I think the Maple Leafs have a Drake curse, I'm <laughs> so picking the I- Boston Bruins for game 7.
2: I, <laughs> I actually never really heard, like, I, I've heard a bit about it, but I don't know how it started or what's the story. So give me some background. quoi
1: Drake curse? So it seems that uh, our infamous Canadian rapper, Drake, or whatever his real name is, um, he takes pictures with athletes and they subsequently lose their fucking games. <laughs> so he t- here's the big one that's going to resonate with you. He yeah. took a famous picture with Conor McGregor before his Khabib fight. Oh shit! And Connor lost, but oh wow! <laughs> he took player. He took pictures with a, a variety of uh, European soccer teams, and all of which got completely killed. Did they do? Oh, and the Raptors too. Same with the Raptors. No, every game <laughs> that Drake is involved with or seems to touch Whoa. ends in complete failure. They, for whoever he's supporting. They want to they start bad. And I think it was game, was it game three? I think it was game three. He went to the Toronto Maple Leafs game, and they lost to the Boston Bruins. They played the shittiest game they have played of this series. Wow. So, yes, everybody's like saying, oh, no, the Drake curse, that's ridiculous. I'm like, no, it's real, man. It's fucking real. Show me a statistic, a probability that it's not real. <laughs> then I'll Shit. believe you. That's insane. Okay, I had no idea that's what it was that's what it was about. Oh, it's it's there, there's some there's something sinister going on with that man. I don't know what he did. <laughs> I think it's because he abandoned Toronto or something like that to go live in Hollywood oh, well, okay. he lives in LA there. Oh right?
2: fuck. As they all do, eh?
1: Whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but there there's some kind of omniscient omniscient power that is taking control. <laughs> man, anyways. That's that's, so before that's crazy. We move on, we'll just talk a little bit about uh, the other game 7s. We have the Caps and Oh yeah, I'll bring up the Hurricanes. Uh, yeah, I'll bring that back up. The Caps and the Hurricanes. Who who we picking? I mean, it's going to game 7. So uh, let's see here. I got to bring that Or is it going to game 7? It might be 3-2 Washington still. I might have fucked it up. I might have financed it. Yeah, three. Uh, yeah, they're playing right now tonight. They're playing right now. Yeah. So I mean, I'm looking. I'm Abs seeing Capitals nothing. definitely probably winning that series. There, there's no reason for them not to be winning it. Washington leads three-two. That's right. Oh no, it's not a game seven yet. Sorry. Um, Dallas leads the Predators three-two. I mean, the Predators should come out with a win in that series. They are probably the better team. And they have that amazing hockey atmosphere to kind of support them. But I think that when you go down 3-2 against the Dallas Stars, you now have to win two games. I think tonight's game is going to be in Dallas. I'm going to go ahead and call Dallas for that win. Whether it's in 6 or in 7, it's going to be Dallas. So,
2: well, Dallas wins they move on?
1: Yep. Tonight, if they and win... Nashville's the next...
2: always been a contender over the past couple of years now, eh? Mother. Ever since they got Subban. Or is that different now? He's the, still the
1: Nashville Nashville has been a contender for the past couple of years. You're right. But did Subban Subban plays for them? Yeah,
2: still there. Okay, yeah,
1: still, still that plays was a big deal. <laughs> and and they're a good team. There's nothing wrong with them. There's absolutely nothing wrong with them. I just don't think that they have um they have the juice to get themselves through the playoffs. And they're gonna hit what i am starting to call the playoff woes where you make the playoffs year after year and you're considered a team that's going to make it every year yeah. and you're going to turn into the San Jose Sharks or the Ottawa Senators of the mid 2000s where you're just going to get eliminated every year because every year you go to the playoffs and there's this kind of fatigue that settles in it's like you got to go in through the grind again and like it's just you can never get right. past the second, third or the final round right it's it's just they do well in the playoffs don't get me wrong but not well enough. They're not the team that has the magic, right? Okay. And we're talking about who's the team that has the magic. Well, we've seen the magic in Columbus. We've seen the magic in uh, in, in with the Islanders, and we've, we're definitely seeing the magic <laughs> with uh, with Colorado. But, you know, the typical guys who have the magic, like, for example, the Preds and maybe the Vegas Golden Knights, yeah. which we'll get to next, they don't have their magic so anymore. So
2: is, da- is Dallas just... You think they
1: have that? They have to have that. Match? I think yeah. Dallas has this in the bag. Yeah. Yep. Something yep. about it. Is
2: there you change Something new? Or?
1: I just think that uh, when you're a wild card spot and you now have a commanding lead over the top seed, you are you, you, you the momentum is just going to carry you through. Um, they've got Ben Bishop in net, a former Ottawa senator, hmm. and uh, he's also a Vesna contender as well, and it's going to be tough to get pucks by him. They've got uh, that killer line of Rajilov and Sege. I should pump their roster, Dallas-A. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. But they, they've, oh, they've, they've, got, they've got Rajilov, They've Ours. got Sege. <laughs> they have some real superstar talent on their team. Jamie Benn. they got great players. So, mm. I expect big things from them. Especially since, you know, they're, they're in front in their series. Uh, they play a relatively aggressive game offensively because they have a good defensive end, so that allows their, their forwards to take more shots and more risks in front of the net. Um, a luxury that I don't think the Predators have this season. It's going to come back and bite them. It, probably. Probably. Like, uh, for
2: Nashville's sake, like, they're not up to handle.
1: I just think it's the playoff woes. It's like, you know, you keep making the playoffs, and eventually, you know, if you make six playoff runs, you're going to get eliminated in the first round eventually. Yeah. Right? You're not always going to make it to the second and third rounds. It's not going to happen. Speaking of moving on to second and third rounds, well, we've got San Jose versus um, the Vegas Golden Knights. No, it's San Jose versus the Golden Knights. Now this was a hell of a fucking hockey game. Which has not been the case most of the series. A stretch pass up ahead. Meyer's shot is saved by Fleury. Fleury, yeah. One of the top goalies Schmidt for sure in the playoffs. The now a- Vegas had a miracle run last year, making it all the way to the Stanley Cup, Cup final, eh? So now they don the cape of a Stanley Cup contender. And wasn't that their first season? <laughs> it was their first <laughs> season last year, yeah. It was wasn't their it, second wasn't season.
2: Wasn't it like everyone, you were telling me with this, like, wasn't it everyone had to like trim off their fat and give it to... Vegas or something. Exactly it.
1: Vegas had their pick of one player. Wasn't it like a
2: motley crew of hockey players, or was it actually just ended up being fucking great players and they dominated, or was it the fact that it was such a ragtag?
1: I think that it was just a very meticulously picked team. They were well selected. Okay, so the people, someone could. How did it work? Like someone. So every team in the NHL. Was allowed to protect X amount of players. Okay. Okay. I can't remember the stipulations. I think it was like seven forwards and two or three defensemen or something like that. Right. Of the ones that are unprotected, they enter a pool. So this comes out to about maybe I don't know ten or twelve players. Right. right. Vegas were allowed to choose one player from every single team.
2: Oh, that's what it was. So they had to the say mm-hmm. it wasn't like you could take our fourth bench or fourth stringer. Like yeah, it was well
1: like teams were, were faced to make choices of right. like who they're gonna protect.
2: They'll have like their own <laughs> pool of like, Oh, you got out oh, of these five guys one of you is going to Vegas, That's right.
1: Thing. And and the Ottawa Senators lock, lost Mark Methot for that. Oh, fucks even that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what Vegas did is they picked a bunch of players, they set their team, and then they flipped the rest of the players for picks. They traded them away for picks. Yeah. So Vegas had a great year going to the Stanley Cup final and they had a boatload of picks at the end of the season. Okay, so they had that pick of the crop. Well, not a pick of the crop, but they, they, they were definitely able to pick a good team off the bat. And I think that's why the NHL changed the rules this time around and made it more a little easier for them to pick their teams because they wanted to have that expansion success in the first year. They needed the team to work in Vegas because if it didn't work in Vegas, the entire plan for you know Seattle and Houston in the future is all going to fall short.
2: Are those still lined up? Is Seattle
1: next? Seattle's next. Then it's going to probably be Houston. Uh, and th- they needed Vegas to work because if you're going to put a fucking hockey team in the desert, <laughs> it better fucking succeed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Case in point, the Arizona Coyotes. Oof. They folded, didn't they? No. Oh, no, they rebranded. No, the state bought them. Okay, but w- th- was- wasn't was it the Phoenix Fena- uh they changed their name, wasn't it? They were the Phoenix Coyotes. Oh, okay, right. And then that was about to fold. Yeah, yeah. So then I think it was like the city of, of Glendale purchased <laughs> them. And then that was about to fold. Then the NHL bought them. And then now the state is financing the team. Oh, uh, so like a it, taxpayer it's... money. <laughs> Yeah, through it's through this weird kind of backdoor deal with the NHL. I Whoa. think where like I don't think the taxpayers really paying for it, but like there's like maintenance fees that get paid for by the state of Arizona or something huh. like that. I'm not really really familiar, but anyway, that's an example of if you put a team in the desert and it doesn't work out, <laughs> it's rough. It's rough, you know. So they had to the Vegas needed to win. Okay, I see. Okay, but Vegas so- has pizzazz, right? Like they have shows. Yeah, yeah, and no yeah. yeah. Fucking it's big. awesome. And there's no other sports team in Vegas. So, like, Little John and, like, you know, fucking UFC fighters are there watching these games. because right. It just goes hand-in-hand hand now. It goes hand-in-hand, hand, yeah. So,
2: it sells itself now. Fast forward a year. Now, we're against uh double over. Oh, so, okay. So, I guess it goes through our highlights here. But the end is what was amazing for me, too. I mean.
1: Yeah. So, it, it was a 1-1 game. A tight, tight game. Really good game defensively. And then it goes 1-1. And then, I don't know. Double overtime. <laughs> I don't know what happened in double there, overtime.
0: Holy a clean...
2: a it Alex Tuck receives the turtle, pass. And a and a Shoot.
1: scores, it. All and it That's is. it. And that is double it. Sends this so, to go seven. towards the center of the video. I mean, and this find the last guy. few minutes of the third period
3: the
2: he... a a good tour.
1: Before the overtime. Round here, round here. Yes. Yeah.
2: So over the line. So yeah. I, so I guess
0: they didn't the include
1: the it in this highlight in this pursuit. highlight, re- in this highlight pack, but, but it was, was so close sword. Sword. to being a San Jose victory. It literally came from inches from crossing Vegas. It, well, no, the the puck was in the Vegas end, yeah, in the Vegas net, and it came inches away from getting into Vegas's net. Oh wow! And, like, in regular time, in regular. 30. I think it's either regular time or OT. I can't quite remember, but it came this close, and there were like players sprawled out in the <laughs> crease, in desperation. No, no, no. It, the puck just did not cross oh, the goal no. line. It just did not. Wow! Well, and it came inches away. It was like you know, there's like like three guys in the fucking crease just on their hard assing. fought periods, eh? And uh, anyway, San Jose scores a goal and brings this to seven games. Now, who do we pick? Are we going with Vegas or are we going with San Jose? That's a tougher pick. That's a tougher pick than the Boston Leafs one. And I'll tell you why. Because San Jose has a habit of choking. Yeah. And we haven't really seen Vegas uh, be pressured by another cup contender like this yet. Their last last year, they played the Sharks as Didn't well. Did they just mow everyone down last year, though? Well, they they just, they had this magic, you know, the magic we were yeah. talking about. They had it last year. Yeah. This year, a little less convinced. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and make my pick and say that I think Vegas takes this. And I think Mark Stone is going to be the difference. Former <laughs> Ottawa Senator as well. I'm going to call right Slight now, bias. Game-winning goal. <laughs> yeah. Mark Stone. Vegas. Single overtime.
2: In uh, this coming game.
1: In this coming game. That's going to be tomorrow night. That's, that is my prediction. It's a bold one, but uh, I think it's going to be another oh, tight
2: game. You should get the, what is it, the play line or whatever, the uh, oh. bet line. <laughs> Throw that odd in there.
1: Yeah, I put my paycheck on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I'm going with Vegas. I think Mark Stone's going to score that game-winning goal. He's, uh, he's oh. a machine. guy's playing super well. Uh,
2: this is going on right now. We already kind of talked about that.
1: Yeah, I still think Washington's going to take that. Carolina sucks. Did Sorry. we talk about Toronto-Boston? we talked about Toronto Boston I'm picking Boston in 7 all right so so let's talk about goaltender interference in that uh Toronto Boston game so break it down for me cuz I wasn't I don't think I caught that the NHL has elected to be more uh strict on 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 goaltender interference okay so which means the little nudges can sometimes mean that you're interfering with the goalie. Now, play this video and watch this, and I'll ask your opinion, Frank. <laughs> and you tell me if you think that it's this game is goal-tender five in interference in Boston.
2: Some problems before the game, though, as that flag... Is sideways some problems? That pop- that for the record, folks, that's French. <laughs> that's French. That is French. That is <laughs> like saying. Oh, pass, pass, boy, no, pass, boy, no. I was, I was in my, okay. Second period. They're on the play.
1: Krug,
2: whoops, turns it over. Kasperi Captain's going the other way. Short-handed break chance to open the scoring. So this is game six. He puts that one over
1: top. Of the okay, game five. Sorry. This is game five. This is game five. This is um don't bring, the Spring crazy. ahead or? Well, you just watch how close that, that, went so team 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 team. that went into the net. Oh. So it's coming up next. Cam, Cam <laughs> Neely, not happy <laughs> <He's> about it. <laughs> oh, we don't see him in the video. That's here. Cam
2: Neely. He's a NHL look, look, legend. Look, look, oh. look at him. <laughs> get up. <laughs> 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 so, here we go. Period, this is where it's at.
1: Here come the Buds as they look to open the score.
2: Here's Matthews, gets control. Muzzin walks in to Matthews.
0: He
1: shoots. He scores. Oh. Okay. So, if you look at this play. Yeah. Right here. You notice that uh, whatever his name is. I don't know if it's Dermot. Keep, keep it playing.
0: it playing. Jake Muzzin and he sets up Austin. Jake Max. Muzzin. See him, the
1: see him back the in the, the Toronto player in front of the goalie. Austin Matthews see him like knocking into the goalie scoring. here. Now he's mad because he knows he's oh, been interfered with. Yeah, here we go. Oh Do you geez. see how he bumps into the goalie like that? Yeah. Well, the he NHL often calls similar plays like that as goaltender interference.
2: Okay,
3: so most
1: of the time.
2: Most of the time they call that as goaltender interference because he knocked into him. Intentionally or not,
1: if you impede the goalie from making his save, it is goaltender interference. Okay. It's
2: just like if it was uh, passing interference
1: in football. Yeah, similar, yeah. right? Like- and the thing is, is that it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to shove the guy. If you bump him, and you get in his way in any way, shape, or form, and more it's than just a screen, like you're more act- than just a screen. Yeah. If you bump him, it's considered goalie interference. Now, not only does he bump him but his skates are in the fucking crease. Oh, right, and you're not allowed, right? So if a goalie is out-challenging, and I say this as a goaltender, if I'm out-challenging and you kind of nudge into me and I'm outside the blue paint, that's okay. You know what? I, I don't think that that warrants um, goaltender interference calls or a reversal of a goal. If I'm outside of my paint, I should technically be fair game. Fair enough. But if yeah. I am in my paint and you touch me, Problem here. There's a problem there. <laughs> so we've seen this one. Now dial it back 365 days to last year's series between uh, Boston and Toronto. So that's in the other link that's in that file.
3: Okay.
1: And tell me that what you what difference you see between those two goals.
3: Yeah, the YouTube one.
1: Watch this one. So if that right. was Let's ruled, go back. not a goal, if that one was walked back, why is this one not walked back? He straight up backs right into him. In my opinion, hmm. he prevents him okay, from right making here. that this save. Look at what we need. So right here, He's in his blue paint. See that?
2: Yeah, at this point, yeah.
1: Backs right into him. That's goaltender interference. The NHL needs to get their shit together and deem what they're going to call goaler interference. Goaler interference, fucking potential. Goaler. But... Goaltending t- go- goal interference uh. has become, like, one of those kind of joke plays, like the NFL in, in like, the what is a catch rule, where, like, <laughs> nobody conscious. can figure out what a catch is anymore. Yeah. Well, in the NHL, nobody can figure out what a fucking goaltender interference so, is.
2: should it not, like, his foot was in the crease. He was in the zone. He was in the goalie's crease.
1: You're allowed to be in the crease.
2: Okay. Okay, so then that's that's
1: black and white? You're allowed to be in the crease, but if you touch the goalie... Goal interference. You're interfering, right? Okay.
2: Well, is that the rule or that's what we don't know Well, that's
1: the thing is that the rule is not exactly clear. The rule states that if you run into the contact with the goalie that prevents him from making his save, if he can't do his job because you were there or you interfered with with him, that is considered goaltender interference. The rule is insanely vague. It makes no sense. And the, the NHL has to kind of revisit that because it's becoming a bigger problem throughout not only the playoffs, but the regular season as well. Where we're not sure what goalie interference is anymore. It's like it's just not fucking clear. All right, so this is from their rule book, or is this is this uh, not NHL? say hockey rule book. It'd be the NHL goaltender rule book, I think. Hmm. Interesting rule Dig- change approved regarding goaltender interference in NHL 2018. So now they uh, they can do a coach's challenge. Standard for return the call, have a no goal call, blah 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 blah. Yeah, so you have coaches' challenges now in the NHL, which is interesting, for goalie interference. Hmm. But anyway, in my my humble opinion, that goal was goaltender interference by definition of what the uh, the the NHL has deemed goalie interference.
3: Yeah, it's like rule sixty nine here. Well, here we go. <laughs> here yeah, we here go. Here we go. Now we're in we're in deep uh, 67, 69, it said. Interference with the goalkeeper. All
2: right, so. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's glowing up the PDF. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, oh.
1: This is the most daunting part. Jesus, no wonder. So when they do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. We're going uh, to have a second. look at the regulation <laughs> angles
1: of the boards and
2: goalie. <laughs>
3: So goal
1: tent, goalkeeper, goaltender, interference. Yeah.
3: The goalie be- before page ninety six. It. It's page ninety six in the rule book. Oh, it's a hyperlink. Okay. <laughs> Here we were
1: going in deep, folks. Interference on the goalie. The rule is based on the premise. The attacking player's position, whether inside or outside the crease, should not by itself determine whether a goal should be allowed or disallowed. In other words, goals scored while attacking players are standing in the crease may, in appropriate circumstances, be allowed. So that's what I meant when I told you that you're allowed to be there. Goals should be disallowed only if one an attacking player either by his positioning or by contact impairs the goalkeeper's ability to move freely within his crease or defend his goal. Now. That goal that we viewed yeah. falls under that criteria.
2: Yeah, it could he move. bumped
1: into him. He was in the crease. It was only a split second, but I think that Tuca Ras couldn't get over because of that. Yeah. Or two, an attacking player initiates intentional or deliberate contact with the goalkeeper inside or outside his goal crease. Incidental contact with the goalkeeper will be permitted and resulting goals allowed. So I think that's why they allowed it.
2: Well, cause it, cause it, cause because it because they think he didn't yeah. do it
1: on purpose.
2: Well, because because just because of the way it's worded, incidental contact with goalkeeper will be permitted. So just because you're facing backwards, is it incidental? Like you can you can still people can skate backwards.
1: Just because you can't st- fucking stay on your feet, is it incidental? <laughs> like it's not like he got hit. Yeah. He cross-checked the guy in front of him, lost his balance because yeah. he can't skate for shit, and he falls into the goalie. Yeah, yeah. You I know? mean,
2: I like I get it. You're on fucking skates, but you, you know how to skate.
1: You're a professional hockey player. You if someone be able could to shove you
2: it. at front... Yes, if someone could... If, somebody, if, you, if you get pushed or shoved, you should be able to regain your balance.
1: And here's the next clause. Provided the attacking player has made a reasonable effort to avoid such... Yeah, so he's got to show effort. He didn't really I don't show. think he showed any effort. He, he, I he think let it
2: fall, yeah. Timber. And... I and
1: I I just personally I think that that was goaltender interference, and I know Leaf fans out there are saying that no, it wasn't because the Golden Boy Matthew scored the goal. I understand that, I get it, but if you're talking objectively, contact with a goalie as as the way it's been called throughout the entire regular season, that falls under the definition of of goaltender interference, is where I'm getting at. Okay, so we've grinded up the hockey what are you showing me here?
2: Well, I thought this was pretty funny.
1: Is that Snoop Doggy Dog? That was
2: a play by play. <laughs> Have you seen this? I haven't this seen it. This was in it. January. <laughs> I haven't seen this. All right,
1: we'll do a quick review.
2: Welcome. Hey, Welcome man. to LA King's Hey, thank you all for having me, man. Yeah, we had to see these rings right in. Oh, yeah. We, 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 <laughs> we had a look chance. That. We'll a look at we had a chance twice to bring home that cup. And I've drunk out of Stanley before. Say that ain't so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I so drunk out of Stanley. That right That's my i yeah. B. I I'll find you. There right we go, there. go, yeah. I'll find you. Here we go Give me that Here we go. turn it around. Push it, push it, run the weave, run the weave. Come on now.
1: <laughs> run the weave. Oh,
2: watch out. I'll oh, stall on him. he fired on cuz. Hold
0: on
1: now. Hold on, cuz. Oh, get a Let's go.
2: <laughs> Snoop Dogg in the house. Let me see some. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go get him, Dion Yo, he's, hyped. Move, he's hyped. He's high. Get
0: out the way. <laughs> go get him. Go. go get him. Hey, was that Dodie?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Dodie, Dodie, Dodie. Dodi. That's my dog. <laughs> Find it. You got the. To... Oh, come on, nephew. Good stuff. Good, good looking at it. I see y'all sports into the night. You right. got it, man. Bless y'all. Thank it, man. you. Snoop Dogg in the house.
1: <laughs> that was good.
2: Yeah, that was good. But uh, I, I don't know. I think they should do more of that. Or at least have like a like they used to do that.
1: What we got playing there? Just one. Oh of yeah, a... Th- those these are funny. You should check this out. It's oh, pretty yeah? funny. Just just let this play, it's worth it. It's worth it if you've never seen it. So they got they don't want to leave the ice, so they're rock, paper, scissors for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. they, oh is it just between them two? The same guys? Yeah, they're the same guys. They just have this superstition of getting off the ice last.
0: Oh, Oh. nailed
1: him. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) That's funny. It's
2: like, so there must have been all kinds of superstitions with hockey then.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. I think uh, hockey players are fucking weird. Like, they'll uh,
2: the like there specific meals on game Isn't day. Isn't it yeah. something about
1: breaking... Even, didn't
2: Columbus do it? They broke a stick or something? Like, you break
1: a stick before a game? I saw that. I've never... I, I haven't heard of that. No,
2: there was just, it was just, like, this past few days. I think Columbus broke a stick.
1: Like, Had, on, like for it, fun?
2: For, as a superstition, yeah. I remember them saying that. Oh, the, one of the announcers was like, Oh, the old... Uh, the old superstition break a stake before the game. I think, it was, I think it was Columbus, or was it St. Louis? I don't know. I I, I hadn't
1: paid attention. Okay. I, I but I overheard I didn't that. I realize that. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, it's... <laughs> Shit like that, eh? it, it makes... Yeah, it's... <laughs> that's how it is in hockey, to be honest. All right. Man, crazy playoffs. Well, honestly, I'm just excited to see how it turns out. But. So, much. so much. I so saw much. that link. I saw you talking about UFC and Darren Till. <laughs> yeah. stealing taxis yeah <laughs> definitely on the piss mate <laughs> definitely on the piss
2: um uh yeah so uh, i didn't i just i just kind of got it all together but uh today but i don't know i think he got uh, a little too wobbly there and uh took the old took the old yellow car for a drive <laughs> Um, <laughs> What the fuck's he doing, man? That's the thing with 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 athletes, especially in fighting. That that tight showed, man. You know, you get a little yeah. hot headed. A lot of that in fighting. There's a lot of there's a lot of hot headedness. Right. And I don't know if it was that, but I'm just saying it could lead to that. But
1: I think that it's just you know those kids and, and they trash a hotel too. Behavioral issues probably end up fighting in the u s like one way or another.
2: Seven, you know, seven hundred euros. For and stealing that's, a taxi, that's eight
1: thousand seven hundred dollars. Yeah, seven hundred, seven hundred eighty-eight yeah. U.S. dollars. Jesus, that's crazy, man.
2: Apparently, they trashed the room, and so that's gonna. So,
1: didn't he lose his last fight? I I didn't fall. I didn't. I didn't look into. But um. But anyway, I mean, Darren Till, get it together, mate. <laughs> like that is that's just. Uh so
2: this past weekend there was a uh a fight. Fight mm-hmm. night. And Overeem fought um Ooh, Olikin? Oli- face, I man. can never say it properly. Pretty bad with names. Olnik Olnik. And so
1: uh Need him to the face. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Just need. <laughs> I think Alistair Overeem is just like like how many fights has that guy been in? Like he's got um, there's there must be a record for most fights in the in the UFC and it, Alistair Overy must be getting there, no? I don't know. I
3: mean, 40, yeah, he's up 45 there. 45 wins, 17 losses. We'll get a virus now. Well, I'm just trying
2: to get the <laughs> uh Yeah, I think um yeah, like he's fought he's a definitely veteran.
1: I'm I'm just curious as to who has the most fights in the UFC.
3: Frank hmm. Mir? Frank Mir, okay. Yeah. But,
1: uh... Well, it's good to see Overeem bounce back after, you know, I think, what was oh, it? Oh, yeah. Last time, I, I, last time I, I really heard of him was when he got knocked the fuck out, but he's been fighting since. I know that.
2: Yeah, I mean uh here's some other highlights.
3: Mustafev, Mustafev,
2: yeah. Mustafev.
1: the kids
0: <laughs> Yeah, just
2: gnarly mm-hmm. stuff going on. It's this was uh kick. Saturday. Yeah, Savages. The prelims are insane. But I'm just trying to find some more Overeem highlights.
3: Um if we could get this one to load. Or knees. Yeah, they don't load for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, it was good. You watched it?
2: I just saw the highlights. Saw the highlights yeah. I didn't watch it the night of. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Okay, well, there's some topics that Jail Sonnen brought up, which were really great. It was a lot of fun. But uh, one of the questions we're asking, they're asking themselves is, why hasn't the UFC announced Dan McCormick and Brock Lesnar fight? The fact of is that Cormier is stated to retire any fucking month now. And so people want him to fight Brock for the title, this and that. And, and I mean, when Brock showed up WWE style into the ring and called out Cormier after he won against Dipe, Um, Brock Lesnar, you know, got into Cormier's face and. <laughs> excuse me, the size difference is uh something else. People are saying that it's just going to be a no- it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, but people want to see that fight. The thing is, people want to see John Jones fight Brock Lesnar a lot.
1: <laughs> well, I personally would rather see John Jones fight Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, I'd so rather... That's just, a,
2: that's just a topic for discussion. And then um, there's there's talks about seeing Conor and Khabib fight again in Abu Dhabi before they fight. I don't think fight. Conor's
1: high enough on that list to warrant a, a I don't know rematch, People are but...
2: contemplating it before they, they fight... Uh, um, Poirier, right? Because,
1: but is it is it because Connor is throwing his little bitch fit? <laughs> I'm retiring <laughs> bullshit. Or know. is it because he really deserves a second chance? Because you got to ask yourself, you know, like, does Connor deserve a second chance?
2: Oh, Does Khabib after that stunt? He's he's he's, he's he can't fight right now. He's he's well, barred. Yeah, that, that, that's that's
1: fair enough. But you know, I mean. Like, 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 yeah, Khabib's antics aside, for sure. I think I think we just move move along to
2: the next generation now. I don't think... I don't know. I don't know. I
1: just think... Like, you, feel you leave Khabib in the dust, too? Well, he was going to retire anyways. Khabib?
2: Yeah, he was going to win. He crushed Connor. He said he was going to retire. That was it. So he wasn't planning on coming back anyways. So... I you thought, thought he was planning go. on
1: fighting when his, when his suspension's up. No, or y- when his y- suspension's he
2: finished up. undefeated.
1: Okay. Um, but but um, I w- I was under the impression that he he is going to be fighting again. Well, that's what that, that's, that's that's what he they're said. talking
2: about. He says, okay when your suspension's up, you're going to consider fighting again. Okay, you know what I mean. So it's like, well, we want to fight Connor again. You know what I mean? Before you fight Poirier for money, right? Like it's yeah. There's there's hype behind that that event, but
1: because Poirier's the interim champ, right?
2: Yeah, so they yeah. want to see do a Connor versus Khabib two fight versus and the winner of that fight, Poirier. I so. feel
1: like Khabib would probably be like. I want my title just, back.
2: I, yeah, I but, just want to see Khabib versus Poirier. I don't care about Conor.
1: I I, 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 I have seen that fight. <laughs> Good point. I've yeah. seen that fight. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've seen that fight. I know where it ends. Yeah. So, y- y- like, there was hype with Conor coming back. Yeah. We liked that fight. Yeah, we, 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 we you know, we gathered around. Khabib's a
2: whole other monster, man. Dagestan has the best programs right now.
1: And if if you have any respect for the hierarchy of the UFC, you don't want to see Khabib and Conor fight for nothing. You want to see if Khabib is able to come out, take his belt back, and then ride off into the sunset again. That's what you want to see. So I think, yeah, I think you might be right that I'd prefer to see Khabib versus Poirier.
2: Oh, yeah. Because Poirier is such a, such a, like, he's so solid for his weight class. But maybe
1: the UFC wants Khabib versus Connor. They just, want to milk that like money. Like I said, it's machine, just one of the t- one of
2: the one of the topics that Chael was on about on this. So, I just found it ring. It was a good video. Uh, we're going to see Cowboy and I Quinn in Ottawa. That'll be interesting.
1: May the fourth. That's in two weeks. That's in two weeks. Soak. I mean, you know, I'm fu- I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I don't care that there's a bunch of no names on the card. I really don't. Oh, it's gonna be so. much I really fun. don't care. So much
2: fun. I, I Lots well, of
1: Canadian fighters. Um I think that uh cowboy and aya quinta i i mean is it worth the money we're paying to go see well, I mean what a
2: hundred bucks a ticket or something
1: something like that, but like is it a hundred dollars in terms of dollar dollar expenses no, maybe not, you know, not as a main event, I wouldn't say, but uh you know u f c doesn't come to ottawa ever, yeah, they're in the fridge, but u f c doesn't come to ottawa ever. So I mean I think we're just stoked more than anything that um that that, that, that UFC is actually coming here and that you know I think it gives us a chance to go and see a fight. We don't have to go to Toronto, we don't have to go to Montreal. Um we do have to go and see it at the shitty ass fucking Canadian Tire Center. So that's one thing. But um no, I'm um, I'm I'm pretty excited. It's expensive, but like I mean, you know, we'll get nice and pissed up and everything will be fine. I mean, yeah, the card is what it is. It is what it is, but you know, when you got no faces on the uh on the <laughs>
2: Why why is he he just he just got his ass kicked? Is he fighting again? Or it's a different one?
1: Cancelled. It says cancelled.
2: Oh okay. Oh okay, they put it on oh I, I must have I must have missed what happened there. He just fought
1: he just fought out. He just over fought him over
2: him last, last this past weekend. I guess he just got his ass beat. This said, have you seen
1: him. this guy? No.
2: Oh my gosh. Elias
1: the Theodoreu.
2: Theodoreu. He cannot French. French Canadian there. he's a Frenchman. He's a Frenchman. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get more Frenchman than
1: <laughs> Frenchman.
2: this? Frenchman. Put that
1: fucking. Get put that hang man, loose man. sign down. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! What are you a surfer? You live in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> Elias Theodorou. Oh, he was an Ultimate Fighter. Nationality Canadian, born in Toronto, Canada. Oh, he's that's not fair. a Frenchman.
2: He has a Frenchman last name.
3: Was his parents are Frenchman? Hmm. Theodoro,
2: isn't that that would that sounds like it's Romanian? Oh, probably. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be stoked. I'm stoked. Like it's that's coming I'm up really fast. It.
1: Like we 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 we've never seen a UFC event live. I don't give a shit. It could be like you know, the Joe Blow's parking lot. There, put him in the ring, put him on some gloves, and I'd be fucking down <laughs> Oh my down god! The water. Wait, like rough and rowdy? <laughs> like rough and... Rowdy. Oh man! <laughs> oh, that was good stuff, man. Yeah. Rough and rowdy's quality entertainment. Man, I go see That's those a on heartbeat. Rough and rowdy. <laughs> those were good, man. Would you ever compete in rough and rowdy? Oh fuck yeah! Like you just get right in Oh yeah. Would you wear a costume or would you just go in traditional?
2: Um.
1: You haven't watched Rough and Rabid yet, and you're buying this? It's <laughs> untrained fighters with no defense, thrown haymakers. No, no. Funniest. That is a broken tailbone. Most action-packed four hours you'll ever have.
2: I guarantee. It was like like ten bucks for the pay per view or something. foin. <laughs> and it's, it's it's
1: it's um, it's put on by bar stools, so they have like the funny interviews after. It's. it's, it's Oh worth yeah, worth it. It's good for a good. You, you got biex yeah, going. You're, you Yeah, the fun. hype videos too, man. It's... <laughs> oh God, the, these oh, girls are part, so yeah. trashy. The
2: trashy yeah. girls. Plus Oh, terrible! Absolutely terrible. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Bilber makes it. Makes it. He's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, oh, so good. Routy, but yeah, I would, stuff. I would. I don't know what my what my, um, you know, like alter ego would be. I don't know. You just you just go in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd my have to see what the money. Is, uh, my I'd name
1: is Jean Guy Richard.
2: I'd go in it for maybe even five. Yeah, five grand. I'd probably do it.
1: You know they get paid nothing, right?
2: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> isn't there isn't there money at the end though?
1: If you're a big one, I I, I think the main event they get like <laughs> two hundred bucks or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> some re- I'd reconsider. <laughs> uh, would you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stupid. eh? I mean, the weight class I'd be in would just be like. I just end up with this colossal. Well, I, I don't think
2: there was weight classes. It was just you fought who you wanted to fight.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. There are weight classes. Yeah, you had, you had the tubbies fighting each other. I guess, yeah, I guess. There, there's a weight class. Yeah. There's a weight range at least. From, but, uh, but no, I wouldn't. Um, I would never. I'd, I'd end up with some like big guy <laughs> there, like bigger than me, and you know, he'd probably be shorter than me. Granted, but you know a two hundred eighty five pounder, like you know. There's some two out of 85 pounders out there that got like, like I don't know if my reach would surpass, would pass yeah. their gut. So it's, <laughs> I'd be. Oh,
2: man. Yeah. So I'm, sto- I'm stoked I'm still for the event. It's going to be fun. It's um,
1: going to be fun. We're going to have lots of beer. Oh, fuck. I'd book the day off the next day, too. It's so a Friday, isn't it? It's uh, May 4th. It's, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a Saturday. Oh, it's a Saturday. Thank yeah, goodness. It's a Saturday. <laughs> I'm calling sick a Saturday. myself.
2: Fuck. Oh, alien. Wow. Okay. Uh, tech, some tech stuff. There's I, I didn't put in much. I didn't really look up much this past week. So one thing that is confirmed is that has been talks of. Sorry, here. There's been talks of, as we saw last week, rumors of AMD supplying Sony for their PS5, mm-hmm. and that turned out to be true. So, uh, Lisa Sue. She's sort of like the hero in in the AMD fanboy world. She's the CEO of AMD. And uh, so super excited to expand our partnership with Sony on their next-generation PlayStation-powered console with a custom chip with AMD Ryzen Zen 2, which is coming out hopefully by June, and Radeon and Navi architecture. So all this isn't supposed to be next-gen stuff, but it's going to mm-hmm. be custom-tailored for, for the console game. And uh, <laughs> some of the reactions are pretty fun. So
1: I mean, it's really cool.
2: Yeah, I'm stoked. It's gonna it's gonna be. It's
1: really cool. I will not be buying one.
2: Um. Yeah. I. I. I need to get a PS4 first so I can play the exclusives. But that'll be good. They'll hopefully, hopefully do a, you know, like a, a Redux version where they make it paper thin. You know how they always mm-hmm. come up with the new versions there. Yeah. So I haven't been, haven't been seeing, but or we'll see, we'll see what it's all about. But that's the thing with Sony versus Xbox is that you know, is about the exclusives, and that's what keeps them a little bit ahead of the game, in my opinion.
1: Well, I think it's what makes them the pick out of the two consoles. Yeah. For sure. Like, I, I think that the, the the one thing that Xbox has, it's not that Sony doesn't have it, but the thing that Xbox has is that it has this, this, uh, this following of individuals who really like them. And, for example, like, I have an Xbox One, right? Yeah. And I picked the Xbox One because the people that I game with online have one. Yeah. And, like, honestly, there's no other reason... For, uh, for for me to own one apart from that.
2: Well, you had the 360 prior, right? I had the
1: 360 prior, and I had, like, you know, I, I had Xbox Live Gold before that. And I, I it's just, I had always had an Xbox, yeah. so I felt like a, a sort of loyalty yeah. towards them. But now the loyalty is pretty much gone Yeah. because I'm going to be moving on to the PC gaming world. And once I have a PC, then a couple of years down the road, um, I will probably be you know selling my xbox for a ps4 at some point you know yeah maybe not right away but eventually
2: um game of thrones he debuted last weekend yeah and uh again so two aired last night yeah so episode one and two are out spoiler alert anyone yes if vocalism? you didn't
1: watch game of thrones this would be a good time to skip
2: yeah yeah i'll check the timestamps and we'll uh he could hear that
1: what do you think of episode one
2: um, man, so I guess at this point now they're not, you know, they're not, um, <laughs> you believe, right?
1: Uh, you yeah, believe. I think that, I think they're past the book now, but they've, they've diverged away from the book a long time ago. To be honest, okay. they changed like viewpoints on characters. Like if they were following in the line of the book, we would still be, you know, Bran would still be under a tree <laughs> and they're, they're, they're it, it would just never really get along, but you know that that episode one a lot of people say it was underwhelming um I think that it's just like you know they're setting it up for this battle scene yeah
2: i i I went in without any- without reading anything and um like such a moneymaker for HBO right I think they broke records for like two hundred million for an episode or something stupid like that, and there's c g i department and all this and that, and like there's a lot of money pumped into it. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of things you could see are kind of fan favors, like rushing um, Jon Snow and Daenerys kissing. <laughs> Do you see that in the first episode? Yeah. Like uh, there was talks about that in the seventh season that they would, that they would like make out or something, and then they did, and I'm like okay, well now and then you know then the he finds out who well, he actually is.
1: Too, eh? hmm? Yeah, they fucked in season seven. Oh did they? Oh oh yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> I don't know. I I guess I forgot out. that bit, but it was beyond making out.
2: I guess I forgot that.
1: But yeah, they're they're in love. And it's a fucking talent. And and then Jon Snow finds out. Fucking incest. It's gnarly. It's fucking Game of Thrones there. Yeah. Well I
2: mean it's fairly common, but in, in, in Game of Thrones. <laughs> and in maybe some southern states, but uh, which one is
1: worse? Jamie Lannister fucking his sister? Were Jon Snow fucking his aunt.
2: Uh, I gotta look up their pictures. I'm really bad. I
1: mean. <laughs> no, but but just based on on, on the information at hand. Yeah, which is but worse. <laughs> <laughs> wait, this guy, this guy. I begged... think I think fucking your sister is worse than Who's fucking your aunt. Oh, Cersei.
2: Oh, Cer. What? Really? Her
1: name
3: is Cersei. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't type. What, really?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, or, or, like in season one, they were banging. Cause, that's why Brand's in a wheelchair. Got pushed out <laughs> of the window because he caught them.
0: Oh, shit.
3: Oh. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, hmm. But why? Why are they banging? They know.
1: They were in love.
2: Yeah, but they know they're <laughs> siblings.
1: Yeah, they knew. Bang get this. That's
2: worse. They willingly took part. Yeah. Oh my, Jonathan, nice uh, snow there.
1: Okay, is so just because he didn't know? It makes it interesting. Hey,
2: okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, it's not his fault you don't know. Is it your fault if you fucking drive down the wrong street? You don't know? I don't know. Like, fuck. Yeah,
1: and, well, you still got a ticket. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> <It's>
2: fucking analogies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, he knew.
1: Yeah, of course he knew. His sister, they grew up together. Yeah,
2: fuck. So that's worse.
1: Yeah, and he she fathered three of his children.
2: <laughs> that are also her niece what? That are her siblings too. Well did she have kids with him?
1: Yeah, she had three kids. Three so, kids, Jamie Lannister. Her, her, Joffrey her, and the two others.
2: So her kids are also her siblings.
1: Yeah, supposedly. <laughs>
2: All three. Hey, cue the banjo. <laughs> yeah. Watch Pounce, Cassie Pierre. Because Jon Snow didn't know. He didn't know, and Daenerys didn't know either.
1: But, okay, so. If, pas. if they fuck now that they know.
2: Okay, now, well, that's the thing. Now that they know, if they keep her going, then it's worse. Then it's worse? Because you had a way out. You had a way out. You could have you came clean, clean the slate of sin. Yeah. <laughs> <or> whatever <laughs> then, God, then, do, I don't then, know. If they think they have, sin, they back have back sins in the gutter. Yeah, you know what I mean. You had your your, fr- your fritz out the door. You know, but you she or to choose episode 3, that all bets are off because now we need they need an heir to the throne. I don't know. It's gonna get greasy. Maybe
1: they want to create one.
2: Then get greasy. <laughs> 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 si tu choisis, si tu choisis. Ouais, s'ils vont choisir de continuer avec ça là. But. Protégez-vous les jeunes. Trojan condom. <laughs> That's a shit. <laughs> they got good stuff. No? Well, fuck. I mean,
1: saying yeah. just don't f- <laughs> fucking
2: don't. Ugh. Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, Cersei, Jaime, Lannister, Cersei Pispia, It's worse by far. John, John Pidan, Daniel You know. But now, now they know. Yeah, now now they know.
1: Now yeah. they know. Yeah, it's been like now. So, now he told her because he yeah. found out in episode one, but
2: Yeah, so now episode two I'm trying to think back. I watched it today, I think. I'm trying to think of Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen, like
1: Well, there's gonna be a lot of deaths next episode. What's well yeah, right?
2: like the the way that episode two ended, I think that come Masomkist. Like we're already panning to the to the dead one the dead ones? <laughs> that sounds like it's a, two, a, it's been two full episodes. Yeah, but I thought they were gonna save the battle for the last couple episodes. Not right now. Fuck, there's uh, right. four more episodes left of landing strip here. You're landing the plane already.
1: Well, there's Dinu Ma- after the battle. I, and okay, who, who's okay. to who's to say that to this him? battle okay. is going to defeat the army of the dead? We don't know that. Why? Come you know? Gandalf, you put on call. Uh, <laughs> Things can go sideways real quick.
2: Well, it's just. Okay, so they have the battle. Let's say they have the battle next episode. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to have five, six episodes to resolve the chaos. It... I wonder if there's going to be a happy ending or if it's going to be absolute fucking shit. And then we're just going to kill. I hope they kill off everyone. Let them all. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> just the Nightwalker. Just let Cersei live the whole no, time? Just, just Nightwalkers. That's it. And then it just shifts to like a whole spin off of Nightwalkers and then they're. You know what I mean? Just let the Nightwalkers take over, kill off the entire cast, and then HBO does a spin off and it's just Night Walkers and we figure out who they are and they maybe they have feelings for So Fine. they're
1: so they're gonna go three minute episodes of White Walkers. <laughs> That's what you think they're gonna do.
2: Well, are they doing I thought they're doing eight episodes.
1: They're 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 doing six. Oh really? They've done two. The first three are fifty minutes long, like the fifty five like standard. standard. And the last Oh, I didn't three know that are gonna be eighty to eighty five minutes long. Good, okay. So, so there's a lot of cinema going on, and I I'm pretty sure the battle scene that's coming, yeah, is going to be the longest battle scene in cinema history, in like silver screen TV or in I think in just like movie history period. Wow, the longest battle scene. I so hope it's probably going to be a whole episode of fighting. That'll be sick. But that's that's that is my expectation.
2: Man, what what do you think? Like, what do you think is going to? Man, there's so many questions now. I didn't know they had that format set up. I have. I don't read anything. I go in it blind and yeah. I just live it. You know.
1: I, I, I set PIs. myself up because I want to get an idea. You know and
3: yeah, I think. Um,
2: I think. I don't know what I'm worried about. Well, they have you know Dragon. Like they lost one in the in the Sea of the Ice there, mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and it's now uh, it's now that's a, a, a blue eyes white, white dragon the yeah. sea. The blue eyes, white dragons, Yu Gi Oh! Remember blue eyes, white Dragon? (laughs) Yeah. it's a blue eyes, white dragon. Blue eyes, white dragon. Well. I remember the obsession over that card. The blue eyes, white dragon. Yeah, see, blue eyes, white dragon. This little. This fucker. Yeah, that's the one. That's what what that is now. You're so right. You're 100% correct. The fucking blue eyes, white dragon. It's a blue eyes, white dragon. They're (laughs) fucked. Is pull a
2: Dark Magician? Yeah. (laughs) Mon esti, je pense pas. <laughs> like dark you know, are they to pull this guy out? I don't think so. I don't think so. We're not. Uh, yeah. We're not going that uh, crossover, eh? Chris? You know, uh, so, so that's what I'm wondering. Is it gonna be two fires versus one blue eyes white dragon.
1: Well, that's that's what it's setting up to be, yeah. But you can't kill it. They don't. You know. Well, I, I think the idea is they they want to kill the night king because if they kill the oh, night man. king, then the rest of them. Yeah, you read
2: my mind there. I was just gonna say. In episode two, when they were when they were when Jon Snow's like, you know what, like the only way to end this is if we kill the king. All I thought of was fucking SOCOM, U.S. Navy SEAL shit. And the next episode, <laughs> fuck the battle. Like, imagine they set up all this whole fucking battle, and then they fuck us along for this yeah. other fucking see Nunez Nunez big setup, and then the it just pants this little fucking fucking like rogue group there, fucking three four of them, and they just fucking ZS. flank the shit out of them. They just fucking crawl through fucking tunnels and shit. You know, they fight an ogre or some shit, you know, Lord of the Rings style. And they just come around the back end and they just fucking Sasaisa And they Liam Neeson, the fucking, they just <laughs> crack him in the larynx. And they just sn- like, you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be such a troll move? They set up all this battle and they say, Ah, I've got couple of jets, See, Doug Ford. Okay, i will couple of And then, and then we just fucking, they just, they, like, imagine and then you just all of this big battle just it just ends up being four or five of them like Fellowship of the Ring I don't know why I keep making allusions to Lord of the Rings but it's it's fairly well, common themes
1: it, it, the, the theme is similar right so then you get them and they
2: and they go around and they just fucking they flank them like I think that's what's gonna happen I think they are have this big ass battle and there's gonna be like an elite rogue team US Navy SEALs send in the frogmen they're gonna fucking jump off their dragon or something I don't know man like I could see them totally having to flank there's no other way if that's the plan you already put on the table okay Let's fucking flank them. Okay, well, that's a that's a big like you got like start. They should have left yesterday because
1: that's a big <laughs> like that circumference. Well, they're gonna suck them out. They're gonna the Brand is gonna act as bait apparently. Well,
2: and apparently that's just one thing I did read is that they're like totally unaware. J- uh, Lannister, the guy, the the sister fucker there. Yeah, he, the, what, Jamie, <laughs>
1: Jamie, Lannister, Jamie Lannister.
2: Yeah, banging his sister there. So the, he he's the only one who bothered interrogating Brand. Like no one's aware of how fucking powerful he is. Oh, uh, for uh, brand? Yeah. No, no one's aware of how fucking how, how much of an asset he is. They're just going around. He's in sitting in his wheelchair. He's parked, and they just think he's fucking <laughs> He's the most valuable. <laughs> well, they know he's the three eyed raven. Yeah, but they probably don't know how much fucking pouvoir magique. You see, he can
1: is it, fucking. Is it pouvoir magique or is it? Uh... He could control. it, He could
2: fly. He could. Oh my god! He could go into the blue eyes white dragon and control it. He could war again. <laughs> That's how you get it. Watch, I call it right here, folks. <laughs> that's how you get it, eh? control the dragons and the show. maybe not dragons yet. But there's been hints that he, that's what he's gonna be. He can control little birds, little souris and uh, or whatever the fuck. A, a dog, right? He can control the yeah. wolf. Hey, he levels up. Hey, I, I mean, yeah, he levels up. Level 60 the... <laughs> war, dude. <laughs> dude, he's got he's got to fucking start. He's got to start farming. Ali be du coton, to des des épices, you know he's got to start crafting,
1: get up his his
2: level because
1: uh, I mean I, I I mean yeah sure like I don't I don't see why. and like you, you see those memes of like you know like of, of Daenerys and and Jon Snow making out and the dragons watching they pl- plastered Bran's face oh, on yeah. it. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> see if I could find it because it was so funny. That was a good one, but uh, no, that, that's, uh, that's exactly what could happen, I think. I, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, yeah, I can't I find it on it. the interwebs there, but
2: yeah, I know exactly what you were talking about.
1: I don't know. Well, uh, I, I think that those were two big setup episodes for like, you know, a monumental battle scene and it, 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 it better be epic because I've been fucking waiting, to be honest, but
3: you're waiting 8 seasons. Yeah, I can't find
2: it. Oh, this one here. So they put <laughs> on the dragon's face, they put Brand. They put brand's face. <laughs> <laughs> and and this like, I don't know. This is this is where you can start to think like was it the dragon watching or was it Brand? Or was it, you
1: know. This it's just funny. funny to think that it was Brand. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Uh, man. I don't know. I think I just think the only way they, they this ends properly if they actually win. But they and that's the thing too, Brand said to Jamie Lannister, you know, how do you know there's an end or whatever? Or how do you know you're gonna be alive, because J- Jamie Lannister was talking to Brand like, well, how come you didn't out me earlier? How come you didn't tell you didn't tell them that I'm the one who pushed you out the window, how come how come I'm not dead right now? And he said, Well, it's better to have you on your side right now, fight for the living or whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But Jamie Lannister said, and this was an episode what about two. after, yeah. yeah, he said, "Well, what about after?" He's like, "Well," and then Bran said, "Well, how do you know there's an after?" So I wonder at what point it's going to be a total shit show, or if he could see that far. Or if it's just,
1: I don't think Bran can see the future. I think he sees the past and the present.
2: I, I thought he did see the future.
1: I think he can like um, he he can infer the future with the information at hand.
2: Mm, he's just really wa- like he has a lot of wisdom now.
1: Yeah, he has a lot of wisdom. He has the ability to 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 get a lot of perspectives. Yeah. But I don't think he can see an outcome of the mm-hmm. future. Because if he could, then like, why wouldn't he yeah. just like be like, this is what we need to do to defeat him? Unless that is what he's doing. And that's why he wants to set himself up as bait for the Night King. Maybe there's a plan there.
2: Yeah, that's and I think uh you know, It's almost like that Doctor Strange thing. as in 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 Avengers and uh Diddy Wars Doctor Strange went through the rolodex of all the situations.
1: That's right. Yeah, with he, Thanos. He, he so yeah, I
2: guess Brand's not that situation. But I don't know. Episode three is gonna be sick if it is a huge battle. I'm stoked. It I don't know be- how they're gonna assess the situation. Casicky von Fire. What 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 do you think their their plan would be? If you were to assess that, you're, you're you're leading the helm. Like, what do you do?
1: Kill as many as you can possibly
2: kill. Right, and they have all this dragon shard, and it's like as soon as one of, one of your own dies, you're mm-hmm. now a White Walker. Right, so as soon as you die, like, it's a plague. Like,
1: I don't see how they're going to do it. They have to get to the king before they, you know? Well, I think that's why they want to lure him out. Is that, is that what they said they're going to do? Well, Bran's going to be bait, and, and apparently apparently, the Night yeah. King wants to kill Bran. Yeah, what's because what's that about? Because if he kills Bran, he erases the memory of humanity when he takes over the world. So... The, the, the Three-Eyed Raven is the one that carries the memory of humanity. That's what it was okay. explained, right? Okay. So, like, the Three-Eyed Raven remember, like sees all of the past, and he also sees the present. The Night King wants to wipe out the human race. Right. Eternal Night or Eternal whatever. Eternal Night. And he can't do that if he doesn't take out the Three-Eyed Raven. Okay. And I think the Three-Eyed Raven in the past, and the Night King, have, has been, like, his ongoing... Tug of war okay. battle, kind of kind Throughout of multiple and in- renditions, right?
2: Yeah, like like the, from teams. what I
1: understand, that's what it is. The three okay. eyed raven and the Night huh. King is always trying to kill the three eyed raven. So he, Brand says that he's gonna come for him for sure. Yeah, so that's why he wants to set himself up as bait because they want to set him up so that he's vulnerable and then they'll kill him. But I mean, Ka-lian. that it sounds like shit could hit the fan. I just think Brand
2: is untapped power right now. I totally think he's gonna try and work into that fucking that I go. I hope he does. I hope he does. The only way they're not gonna be able to do it with two dragons. They need the third. They need the blue eyes white dragon. Unless there's a fourth dragon. (laughs) Just go (laughs) baldy conspiracies. (laughs) You guys never. You guys never saw the fourth dragon egg in the first episode, didn't you? Or whatever.
1: Blue eyes white dragon. Blue eyes white dragon. Well, that's what it is.
2: I don't know. Fuck, man. It's gonna be intense. It's 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 definitely definitely something I'm watching weekly. It's definitely something that I'm tracking. Uh, so on the twenty fifth, um, this coming week, uh, Avengers, um, Endgame is coming out.
1: Yeah, at the end. They're they're ending it apparently. Apparently,
2: you know. I I wonder. It would be really cool. They they also broke records too for the the longest sort of universe ongoing within a decade or something like that. Like they broke a bunch of records too. Yeah,
1: and and I think it created what I call the MCU fatigue. It's just that, like, I was working in a movie theater. I was, what, 16 years old, fucking stoner-ass kid, working at a movie theater, and I remember when Iron Man came out, and that was the first of the event, that was the first of that series, the first of the MCU. Mm -hmm. And it's been 10 years since that movie's been out, and it just has felt like a grind, you know. Like there's been some good ones, there's been some bad ones. There's been like eight Thor movies. There's been like <laughs> four Iron Mans. There's been like three Win like Captain Americas. There's been, you know, Age of Ultron. Yeah, almost every Avengers, everyone almost been, everyone's had a sequel. There, there, yeah. There's been a lot of movies, yeah. a lot of movies, and they're wrapping it up. And I'm I, and the feeling is that I have is not oh, finally we're at the end. Finally. It's finally the shit's gonna be fucking over with. Like, I love Marvel. Don't get me wrong, but like, it. There has just been so many movies. Twenty-one I'm, films. I'm like, I'm like, just end it. Just end it already. Yeah, eighteen, 18 billion. billion dollars. Holy fuck. Phase one, phase two. Phase wow, three, Iron like, Man came out in two thousand and eight. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus! I remember when it came out. I was working at a movie theater.
2: Was it the hottest thing since sliced bread? Well,
1: at the time, like everybody was like like gung ho for it. You know, right? Everybody was gung ho for it, and then Iron Man great. Two came out, and everybody loved it. Right? Well, Incredible Hulk four. Two was interesting. I mean,
2: well, Hulk Hulk's been re- redone twice, Th- three. If you could, three, yeah, yeah. If you, if you if you count this one, with yeah, with three.
1: With with but the I current. Think this, this is the official
2: one, the yeah, one. With, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like uh, Thor, Ruffler. yes, Thor was big too. It's f- wow. Oh man, so yeah, they're gonna wrap it up, and then they went into this phase. Phase two, twenty one movies. Is it? Is that including Endgame? Endgame's not on the list here.
1: No, not yet. Well, it hasn't. It, it hasn't got any box. Oh, box future. Office, okay. Uh,
2: so there is gonna yeah. There's gonna be Far From Home, which is coming out. Dang, gee what's this? Fast tracking Shang Chi. What's
1: Shang Chi? Hmm.
2: Huh. Interesting.
1: So I guess they're just going to continue with different spin-offs. Black Widow.
2: Mm. Oh, is this? Are these happening? Or is this? This would be a third Guardians of the Galaxy. Doctor Strange.
1: Huh. So I guess there's other stuff. Yeah. Coming the, down uh, the pipe, s- eh? Steph,
2: they're going to keep her going. They might slow down the rate. I would believe. I would. I would think they would slow down the rate. Oh, man,
1: things a big cash cow. Why the hell would they do that? That's true. No. This has been so, so, so much, there's been so so much. There's been
2: so much hype in this
1: chapter, right? It, the, the, the it's just I'm I just can't wait for them to just wrap this whole fucking thing up.
2: Well, do do you want to see the them go away, or do you just want to see the storyline with Thanos end?
1: I just I'm just tired of the Avengers. You tired of the the Marvel movies? I, I'm I'm just tired of like yeah. you know, seeing Thor over and over again. I'm tired of seeing. Um, well, Doctor Strange is probably not on that list, but like Iron Man, for example, Captain America. I'm fucking sick of them. <laughs> I'm just sick of them. Like, and the ones that they killed off were the ones I kind of liked. Yeah. <laughs> right? So like Spider Man and all that stuff. Like, yeah. There's no, there's no future there. And well, they, there's a sequel there. Far From Home's coming out. Well, but... yeah, Far From Home, but it's not a sequel to 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 the current like to yeah, the current, yeah to so the current to, yeah. realm, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like happening spin off basically. Yeah. And I, I, I just like. I I'm tired of Chris Evans, man. <laughs> I'm just push that fast. I don't like his face, and yeah. it's it, it it just gives me this like this like I've watched every single one as it came out like a fucking sheep. Yeah, we're I all went we're to all. every single one of them. Well, one. I've
2: I've only recently started to draw the line. Come, she played of all Captain Marvel, She played of all Black Panthers. You play like all of the. She played to all Ant Man. Like I've seen them after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. But like Black Panther like I I I don't I tried two or three times to finish it and I just didn't get through it all. Ant-Man I I watched it once after a couple tries like I don't know. I think I I'm also I'm also feeling that fatigue too. It's just like, oh, we know what the 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 color palettes are going to be. Mm-hmm. We know what the the explosions and
1: at least it's not Michael Bay. It's the same recipe, right? So, it's like, you know,
2: you know, you, you know okay. Good comparison. Le, 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 well, la, yeah. The series of Transformers, uh, Transformers mm-hmm. and Michael Bay, like that got fatigued. Is like yeah. a micro microverse of of the entire MCU. Not, I'm mm-hmm. not comparing the quality or anything. it's just comparing the feeling of experiencing Transformers. Yeah, that died sure. so fast. But as Michael Bay just killed, like Michael Bay's directing style, and just like let's put in all the k- 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 k sounds and all the fucking, <laughs> you know, and all yeah. the special effects, and then the the close up shots and all the yeah. fighting. It's like call in the bin. And we over just, and over, nonstop. And we man. just stop transforming.
1: And I get a solid
2: <laughs> shot, please. What does this fucking guy look like? Is he a plane? Is he a robot? Yeah. No, it's just glitter and glam yeah. and fucking sparkly shit.
1: Just fighting and, and explosions and. Yeah. No, I feel that, and I am gonna go see Endgame. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I probably won't go the day it opens. No. But, like, I'll go. No, I'll be a shit I'll show. See it at some
2: point. I think I'll, I think I'll go the second or third week depending on the scheduling, but
1: Yeah, well, I'm 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 probably just going to go whenever it fucking suits me either but
2: Yeah, go on a half day on the Tuesday. Half price.
1: half price. Half price. Or use your scene points. Right. Um all right. So what else we have on here? Yeah, so I didn't check out that that cult movie. I I I was falling asleep. I'm going to check it out tonight though. Uh as it is in heaven? As it is in heaven. Yeah, it's um 2014.
2: Um, let's see here if I could. Uh,
3: uh, as it is in heaven.
2: It's hard to find, but it is on Prime. It's just there was a movie that came out with the same title. That's mm-hmm. uh, not 2017; it's 2014. And um, well, I don't need to show the trailer. I don't want to spoil it too much. But um, like I gave it a six. Um. It's enjoyable when you're in the mood. It's definitely a slow burner. Mm -hmm. It it got good ratings, but doesn't have a lot of reviews. Um, but the uh, movie. What's that? The movie. I'd say so, but the main actor, main actors, I should say. It just gives you like an insight of like what. It's just more of a reality grounded cult thing. Okay. It's hard to explain. It's kind of like there's no there's no. Oh, uh, it's just almost—it's almost what you would almost expect. Like it's there's no there's there's a lot of stuff that happens, and you just gotta you just gotta see it through the end and and put yourself in their in their shoes. It's nothing like uh, have you seen Apostle?
1: No, I haven't seen that. Oh, either. That's
2: a good one too on Netflix. Oh, that's a good one. That one's a little more fantasy based.
1: I think it's called Apostle. I'm gonna have to go on a cult binge.
2: Oh, I I, I stay current. I have tabs. <laughs> Oh yeah, like I could go into my IMDb and I've seen them all, dude, like <laughs> like Apostle. Uh what did I give it? I give it an 8. It got 6 or 8, whatever. Um yeah, like what else have I saw seen? There's all kinds of stuff. Um uh Jones uh The Source was a good one. Source Family, these guys were strange. I gave that a 6. Um like that's what I do. I go on IMDb. I scroll down to more like this, and I and I check them below. Mm-hmm. I gave God of uh, Children of God a six. Uh, I don't know if I watched that one. <laughs> yeah. Holy so hell! Holy hell was something else. For those
1: listening at home or those watching, <laughs> so Jaggy is,
2: yeah, American com- absolute, American Commune is the one I watched
1: you, yesterday. You are an absolute cult fanatic.
2: I'm I am so captivated. You are
1: a fanatic, you are. <laughs> like I think that if there is a genre of show or like just like of of, of novelty storytelling yeah. that you enjoy the most is definitely cults. You've shown me some of the wildest T V shows. Like the path. That was awesome. Oh yeah, the path is so path good. The path was unbelievable.
2: Wild Wild Country on Netflix and was huge.
1: Hand of God remains to this day probably one of my oh, favorites yeah. that I've ever seen. Like just Hand of God has of... As, as it's not so much of the craziness cult, cult, but it's almost like what happens
2: I, don't, I gotta watch the second season of it, man. I still haven't seen it. I have. I watched. I finished it. Yeah, I,
1: I polished <laughs> it off. Yeah. I but went, second season, it's good. Well, second season, they 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 tie the knot on the story. Yeah, yeah,
2: and it was intended too. So there, no won't another, uh, yeah, yeah. An, there
1: won't be another. Yeah, there won't be another, and they, they intend it that way, and they tie it up, and they did a good job. Like they really, they they nailed it. It's just the roller coaster of emotions in that, whereas like you go, is he crazy? Nah, he's not crazy. Is, no, he, no, is no. it this real is or is it not? Yeah. This is legit. This is legit. No, oh, no. check that. Yeah. He's fucking crazy. Ron check Perlman that. is is a beast.
2: And I don't mean in the Hellboy sense, but I just, I, I mean, <laughs> he's he's just a beast of an actor and he's, he's well, I, I, I think he's severely underrated.
1: I, I think so too. I think he plays, uh, Hand, yeah, Hand
2: of Gods on Prime.
1: He plays these roles terrifically well. Yeah. Just good writing, good storytelling, good development. Characters are well developed and the twists are incredible. It was, it, it was worth it. Wild Wild Country, that was... Well, I saw that. That was... Oh, man. <laughs> Holy hell, Wild Wild Country.
2: Those are some gateway cult documentaries. Yeah. yeah. And uh, American Comedy, I saw it. This one's on Amazon Prime. And it's, it's older footage. It's footage from the early 2000s mm-hmm. and the 70s. But it came out in 2013. But it's about this guy named Stefan Gaskin. And he is something else, I tell you. He's passed away now. But it was very interesting to see how this all started. And it's really good. Um, So there's, and it's one of the more well-known ones. He started this place called the farm um in Tennessee and they bought all the land and it was like, they took a vow of poverty. They put all their money in one pot God. and it was just very small form communism. But the thing is now, Oh, we're going to go on a rant here, but this is a good rant to go on because it's pretty important. I think, um, the thing is is that they have oh man, I don't even know where to start. Things that happen like what was on the farm nowadays are called they call they don't call them communes anymore, they call them eco villages. And there's <laughs> less of a of a you have to stay here connotation and there's less of a leader aspect so far as I've seen. But there are eco villages all across everywhere. And it's people who sign up and they go live together and they and they farm together and it's it's happening at a rapid rate. Not Alarm anyone, but it's just like it's freaky, man. People just you can get abandon, sucked in, eh? People just abandon their lifestyle to go live on a farm and and live with other people and share housing and everything and oh, be in so a commune.
1: It's so much better for the <laughs> earth. It's so you'd be so much happier if you did it, Dan. Yeah, it's freaky, man. You'd be I so much happier.
2: People have such a sense like at, gravitate towards like this harmonious, kamsapad Come kamsi <laughs> bon so just. And j-
1: do you find this stuff interesting because you because you can not relate but like you you go like i could see why this could happen like do uh, you feel that sense do you do you feel like, no, like, I'm just, like I, you could be one of them them or is it because you go like these guys are just so fucking crazy yeah it's it's <laughs>
2: it's the how quick people are to f- to feel it's how quick people are la vitesse auquel
3: Use it carefully. I want to properly I'm stuck between two languages. The way
2: how quick people are to surrender themselves and just be leaded. Just they just, like, just not they think just, for themselves and just they just go.
1: Just get on the boat. And yeah, don't ask questions. Yeah, like and... let's
2: even at TED talks, people just like yeah, this is the guy on stage. He has all the knowledge now. And I'm not saying to interfere with their speech. I'm just saying like. People come out of TED talks, or come out of any sort of public speaking, and then it's like they just yep. For the next couple of days, we're on board with with whatever just happened, mm-hmm. even with movies and stuff. But like when you go to a commune, you're just signing up for that every day, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <Just> every day, <laughs>
1: every day. You're waking up and you're... oh man,
2: I, it's captivating. Like it's it it it's, it's absolutely insane. And I did have I did have an experience when I was a little younger, and there's people in my family who are who who a person in my family who has ventured through stuff like this, and it's, oh, man, when I was in in, in university, it was just, like, well, everyone goes think almost this.
1: got zacked in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I
2: think that's part of my obsession, too, is it's, like, wow, like, I, I saw the tip of the iceberg. And, um, yeah, like, looking back, it definitely was a cult. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> but, I mean, yeah, long, well, I mean, you know, when you're... <laughs> So, yeah, I guess it does come back to affect me personally, but it's almost captivating. It's just like people don't see it and just keep going. I don't know. It's I find it super interesting, and I find it super creepy and weird that people just fucking they just ship it. They just send it home, or they put all their money in a pot. They give all, people in American commune for the farm, Stephen. They just fucking put all their money. They get handed everything. Life savings, 401ks, take it all. Ooh, take it all. They bought like two hundred fifty fucking acres or something in. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just and yeah, there was like fourteen hundred people at one point. Now yes. there's now there's two hundred, and it's like an intentional community. They say, they say like we're 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 here now. We all have jobs, and we're all like yeah, like now we're just like a neighborhood, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Eco-villages, no, dude. I don't
1: know no neighborhood like that. Yeah,
2: eco-villages. <laughs> I don't know my neighbors. Hey, let's, you know, let's rebrand. City takes care of the stuff yeah. shit outside for us. I don't know. Let's rebrand a turd. You know who does that? The banks. <laughs> with loans. <laughs> the collapsing. And, like, yeah. rebrand the turd and call it something else and no one will bat an eye. Because it, it, it's not part... good publicity to say, hey, come join our commune. But if you come join our eco-village...
1: Yeah, it sounds Whoa. good. Because now, now you're saving now the environment. me? Because
2: now, 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 because the world's burning and it's going to end in 12 years, and and it's,
1: and it's not about you anymore. Yeah, it's it's this is about eco village. This There's, is about changing, and it the... takes
2: away the the leader, the cult leader mentality. But like, I don't want to expose anyone. I don't want to start shit. But I, I'll put it on the screen here. There's this place in southern Ontario. There's a couple of them that have eco villages and you got to watch out with that stuff. And it's not to say that they're not happy and maybe there's less of a religious connotation with, with religious leadership to it, mm-hmm. but the goal and the communism that's involved with that stuff and there's no wages happening and people are just working because they love to work. Yeah. Do you like to work 40 hours a day in a field fucking pulling carrots? Is that how, you, if, if if people are content doing that, sure. But you, at the end of that all, like you get sick You have you have nothing happening for you. Let's go to. I can't really. I don't want to show it too much. I don't want to expose where they're at because there's probably they're probably very happy people and so on and so forth. But I just don't agree with any of this. Eco villages.
3: If I could, if I could show the, if I could cut off the address. All right.
2: So an eco-village is an intentional, traditional or urban community that is consciously designed through locally owned participatory process in all four dimensions of sustainability. So then they give their own term for that or where's this taking us? Oh, here we go. So they have their own website ecovillage.org. And this is a thing now. And there's a sustainability mandala and ecovillage principles. What
1: do you think about this? As somebody who studies sustainability, I've actually seen that before.
2: And is it actually is it actually a thing, or is it sort of fabricated? Well, it's
1: like it, it, like people like to talk about having them all harmoniously, but like social sustainability and cultural sustainability are non-conducive with economic sustainability, nor are they conducive with ecological sustainability. So
2: these don't need to be all together in one circle.
1: Well. You can't quantify it like putting this. Putting them like those are four different branches of sustainability. Many of which are at odds with each other in 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 the realm of actual sustainability, right? Okay. So, like it's 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 not that like it's it's just that like you can't. Have all four kind of branches converging into one notion for it all to make sense, right? So, like, that's what they're doing is they're they're basically taking like the four pillars of sustainability or S- c- civilization. It's, it's the three pillars of sustainability. It's yeah. supposed to be social, economy, and and e- environment, but they've added cultural here. And I think the reason they add cultural is because they're creating a sense of community. Dangerous stuff. But uh, I just I just don't... see. I don't know. I've watched too too many cult
2: documentaries
1: to, to to just screams bad things. Um. Well, if you ever wind up at that place, I'll drag your ass out. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. Uh, so this place this place is called. This is what they're called. I won't say it on air, but
2: yeah, this is what they're called, and they're in that location here. Um. So when people start making up their own terms in their communities. Yeah. Uh, a lot of pseudoscience. So if you start to say, like in the path, for example, in that Am- uh, Hulu, or is it Amazon or Hulu? It's on Amazon.
1: I think it was a Hulu.
2: Yeah, it was Hulu. No, it's on Hulu. Um, when you start making up your own language and making other people follow that language for the sake of your own. um t'avances toi-même dans ton post or whatever, you know, like you, if, you, if you decide to, to have your own language and to. Add religious connotations to it and to make it seem important, based off of your own interpretation, pretty dangerous. Check um, the time. What's our time at? Almost well, quarter two. Quarter yeah. nine. How long we, when do we start? Seven. Oh. But um, <laughs> I don't know when. If you if you read this, like, so according to this eco village, um, you know, you start spewing all sorts of.
1: Right relationship means to preserve the integrity, resilience, and beauty of the natural world to which we are inextricably linked and forever indebted for our very existence. Ugh. Right relationship offers Rose. a guidance system for functioning in harmony with scientific reality and enduring ethical This is traditions. when a
2: prof in university highlights it and says, too wordy. It's too wordy. You're using nice words to sound good, and then you're, you're gonna then and they then they make a blurb right about fucking relationship Quakers. Relationship is, it's it's it doesn't but... it's it's bullshit. They're just peddling <laughs> their own thing.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right.
2: But I mean, unless it's something you've come across in sustainability,
1: not a right relationship.
2: <laughs> well, there are relationships, but if you if you if you go into your own website and you underscore it or you highlight it and you make it that's part of what it is, mm-hmm. like geez, like there's a lot of thing about growth mindset. Like, that's another thing that came up. Like, yeah, Growth Mindset is good, but it's also just being open. No, but we got to rebrand and call it Growth Mindset. You know, like, there's all, all sorts of words like that that are just, like, mm-hmm. different ways to think about things. That's fine. But it's very dangerous when you start, like, I don't know. I'm just biased. I just think, shit like, this is scary, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I could go on and on for this for days. And I just love keeping tabs on what's coming out. Man, Scientology, craziness. Going Clear, you got to check that one out. That's yeah, with,
1: one uh, with, um, oh, what's it called? There's uh, a lot of... It's a documentary, right? Yeah. Of, there's uh, a
2: couple of them, but Going Clear is a really good you one. You ever see
1: uh um what's her name?
2: L- Leo Romini?
1: L- Leo yeah, Romini's yeah, yeah. uh TV show. That's oh, pretty yeah. good too. Wild stuff, man. Pretty wild. Vice um, admiral.
2: Yeah, I mean, you get on a
1: ship with this guy, yeah. and like, have you it's... ever
2: have you ever been in, in a cult or seen or experienced people in a cult or?
1: Not, not really. I mean, like, I just like, well. Uh, that's the thing is that like I find I think that the the cults that well you would probably call a cult that I've been exposed to are legitimate religions in this world. Got, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is that like I I've uh, I my, my family are some of them are of Protestant belief systems. Christian Protestant belief systems and Oh, I got my gut hanging. <laughs> well, it, it and that, that's like but my, you grew
2: up you grew up next to Protestants and some of your family. Well, some
1: some of them. I, I'm related to some. Yeah. You know my um my grandfather, my grandmother, and stuff. They were Christian Reform and Christian Reform. You know these are very uh, clean cut Calvinist Methodist kind of um, Christians. Yeah. You know, church on Sundays, no dancing, because <laughs> dancing would lead to sex. Yeah. And eh? Sex was not oh, they, uh, was that, not that's appropriate. Some, that's some, that's some footloose shit. Yeah, yeah, it was. It really it really was. <laughs> and um they, they, they just had this like like my dad at some point when he was a kid had to quit playing hockey because my grandfather wouldn't take him to uh games on Sundays anymore. And wow. like like but like that's that's the point to which they they subscribed to the religion and and then there's other members of my family that became uh, ministers in other branches of protestantism, and notably the Pentecostal one. And so what's it, that all about? So, the Pentecostals are, like, the big difference, I guess you could say, with with, with them in c- Catholicism is that they don't think that uh, Virgin Mary is a thing. They they think that— Like uh, she, she, that, that Joseph Banger? Yeah, it, it, like they believe that— uh, Like that, Jesus is a child uh, of Joseph and Mary. Well, In theory, he's a child of God, but they think that he was still conceived okay. as a child, you know? Okay. This was so, they don't believe in,
2: Ange Gab- uh, Ange Gab- in the Ange Gabriel? was it Michael who's who's the archangel came down they, to talk to believe Mary. they even
1: the same things. It's the same kind of Bible. It's the same Christian Bible. Okay. It's just that like they, they they there's nuances and differences. But the big thing that I notice about it is is it's not so much the material from the religion itself because it's very similar to Catholicism. You know, it's even actually more entertaining because they have like rock music when they're singing their hymns. Right, names. right. It's actually like they're more it, hip. It's more fun to go to right. uh, to a, go yeah. to a Pentecostal church. Kind of feels like a rock concert, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> but it's it's the attitude and the way that the uh, the parishioners talk.
2: Well, they're like, are they preaching?
1: Well, they talk, and they it's well, you know, I I. I think that we're going to set up a play date next weekend. What do you think about that, Jacob? Do you think you want to go to a play date with the Leishites? Well, that's slightly like, creepy, yeah. Things like that. Hey, bless my family. They're yeah. great people. I love them, right? But, you know, I was raised not in that environment. And when I was thrown into this <laughs> environment, you just got me going, like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> my my grandmother used to take me to this place. I will say it on air because yeah. it, because it's called Fair Havens, okay? Yeah. Fair Havens is like a it's like an RV park <laughs> for uh for like you know Protestants okay. to go and, and it, it's church based. It's oh, a church shit. based RV park. <laughs> it's a church based. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, you know, you park the trailer, you get a lot and like you know oh, you, you, you can go to like they they have a, they have the church on oh, Sundays. That's documentary have, quality they right they there. They have like youth group is for it, you to is go. Is it creepy? Or it's is it totally it's, fine? It's not creepy cuz when I was a kid I actually had fun there, okay? <laughs> okay. It's just that when I look back at at what it was like i can't help but kind of laugh right yeah. because so then he's like weird curfews where like you couldn't be out and about at night Okay. If you were like a kid or a teenager, like you can't have a
2: campfire sort of thing. Like you gotta get to bed. Well, now.
1: like you know, after like nine o'clock or whatever it was, you weren't allowed to be wandering okay. the uh, the site as a kid okay. or, or as a teenager for that matter. Okay, okay. And I just remember this badass kid <laughs> that had a BMX park. Okay, he was like a teenager. He was maybe four, There's or five. Is a BMX years older park there. in the in the church, yes, there is. In the Pentecostal RV yes, center, yes, there is. Yes, there is, <laughs> and. Uh, and well the the protestant um campground but i I remember this kid okay this guy he's a teenager he's older than me i must have been like 10 at the time you know he must have been 15 okay and he told me this story about how he was just like riding his bmx around at night and he was being chased by people in a golf cart all (laughs) over the park (laughs) <laughs> and like it just things like that and you'd go to youth group and then they would say like messed up things like they they would just like, like talking abstain. about Were they big yeah, on oh, abstinence? yeah for sure the abstinence was all over and fully indoctrinating all the kids you know oh wow but uh but this is a campground that my dad's family had been going to pretty much their entire lives and uh great campground i had a blast i was a little kid fishing and a little creek, yeah, yeah. you know like and the youth group was fun but like. If I go there now, not happening, not happening, <laughs> not happening. You're not, you, is it, it's a dry RV place, right? There's no liquor. Is it dry or you're right? There is no liquor. I Uh-oh. never realized.
2: Huh. Well, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like that's the thing with communes, man. American, yeah. American commune at the farm. No, no alcohol.
1: Yeah. Well, no it, alcohol. It, well, it's not a commune. Like you, you book, you no. no but it, I'm just,
2: I'm just, cause we're on that topic. Yeah. I'm just bringing it back to what I had saw. It's dangerous. Yeah, because th- that that could be a good grounds for a sect. Like I could infiltrate that and start my own commune there. You're not, you know, what I mean, I could go to the fair views, fair by- fields, <laughs> fair, fair <laughs> <even. laughs> Yeah, okay, my name, my name's Richard. I'm, uh, you know, this is all good and great. But how have you guys thought of? Oh uh, wow,
1: well, uh, God's already here. Pull your ass out of there real quick. There.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ever you see me try to peddle my own bullshit.
1: Yeah. So uh, there's Aggie and I have um, have a pact. So and, and I and I and if you don't have a pact, I suggest you get one with somebody. Yeah, you gotta
2: find someone close to you to and have a pact it's with an your anti-cult friend. Or, cult pack. or sibling or whatever.
1: An anti cult pack because if one of your friends starts wearing white right robes and talking about how he sees the fucking light <laughs> yeah. you gotta pull him out of there because he's just been he's he's just been recruited by a cult for sure. hundred percent. Yeah,
2: if you start wearing <laughs> if you start wearing th- these and you start to look like this guy and switch that out for a white tea. If you start to see these, or even like this, uh all kinds of wooden beads, wooden jewelry, this is a good one. Yeah. This oh, yeah. screams cult leader. That
1: is cult leader right there. I bet you those like five dark beads like mean something like resilience. Yeah, and yeah, well it's, it's, it's Monday to Friday,
2: right? These are the five days of sin. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, dude. Like I can start one tomorrow. These are the five days of sin. So we only we only work, you know, I don't know. Five hours a day, five meals a day. I don't know, like, <laughs> make it five five by fives, you know? Uh, but, like, I don't know. And oh, then oh. it's, like, white T-shirts, too. Like, white V-necks. And you wear those... Whoops, I'm in caps lock. Like, you wear, like, a deep cut V there. Like, a deep, deep V-neck. Just like, this fucking guy. You throw some beads on this guy. Cult leader. Cult leader, yeah. It can even be girls. It it's could usually be a girl. it's usually men. Well,
1: you know what? here's another story. It's I, usually was work. Men, yeah. I was at work though. I was at work and I work in uh I well, I work in yeah. public service. Yeah. And um I was uh I was walking around and uh, I I was engaged with this what was a group, it was a family. Yeah. Okay. And uh they're asking me questions about uh, about the area and I'm like, you know, kinda answering them and you know, I'm being friendly. It's my job. That's what yeah. I do. And At one point, we start, like, kind of getting on this weird subject of, like, you know, family values and things like that. And then they, I can't, I I remember this because the it was, like, a a dad, a mom, and, like, you know, a teenage son and, like, a a beautiful, I'm talking about (laughs) a beautiful, like, mid-20s girl right around my age. Yeah. And she hands me a card as they're, like, kind of talking to me. (sighs) And I go, oh, and I have a look at it. And they're like, oh, well, we'd love to have you. We'd love to, you know, you you should really consider coming to to check this out and and stuff. And I look at the card, Jehovah's Witness. Oh, shit. So, if a pretty girl hands you a card that says, find the light or find the truth within (laughs) yourself, it's 100% occult. It's 100% occult. Man,
2: I've been, I even even was on a couple dates with this girl who was in a cult and she was... She could have been she could have been the one, dude. And she's not the one that got away. I, I ran for the hills. We, we
1: have an anti-cult pack <laughs> <and> I... <laughs> If I end up in fucking
2: goddamn buttfuck nowhere in Quebec and and you just don't know where I'm at You know, it's because uh because I
1: succumbed to to, to this lady My but weird uh,
2: she, she was she was gorgeous maybe she's goodness. a
1: rec- maybe she's a recruitment tool man well I yeah maybe oh that's god. what she was
2: oh my that's god that's what i'm saying
1: here and you it was watch tinder out. yeah she was, i
2: mean oh um, yeah but i'm telling you oh recruiting, shit recruiting oh shit right? i never thought of it that way dude i, I
1: could have been tied to a fucking stake. could you could have <laughs> you could have you got lucky
2: dude i got so lucky. you got lucky Oh man, okay, really quick. When I was, uh, yeah, I think I was probably twenty or twenty-one. Feels like yesterday though, but it was like <laughs> this one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, um, so family member going through. I think everyone goes through a spiritual, vegetarian, vegan phase in their lives. Some people stick with it, some people come out of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I went vegetarian for like six months, and then uh got spiritual with my, and, and stuff, and got into chakras and shit, and believe all that shit <laughs> funny how things change eh? everyone goes through that 20 i think 21
1: yeah that's the prime age that's yeah the prime that's age. the
2: perfect age well it's just you think it's it's so good and you start buying rocks and shit and <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know those pink rocks there those quartz rocks there so so spiritual man yeah but uh get all my shit in line but anyways i get a family member who's fairly uh into cults and communes uh uh, reaches out, and I, I, I'm curious, so I go check this out. And this is before my, this is before the anti-cult pack. This is before the, um, this is before me getting into cults and shit like that. This is me actually trying to be spiritual. So I go to this thing, and this is all, all in retrospect too, right? So I'm commenting on it on my beliefs now, not oh, so go through it and all, and
1: uh, because at the be, time you fucking well, it's it.
2: all based off of oneness, eh? And like oneness is one of those strange, not a fringe religion, but it's definitely New Age. And it's like no non denominational, and like anyone can join. And, and there's all you could worship whatever god you want, but we're all part of one. And it's tossed a lot around, tossed around a lot, tossed a lot around.
1: It tossed <laughs> a lot <laughs> around there, tossed it around, tossed it a lot around. <laughs> What'd you do with the baseball? Tossed it a lot around. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Frenchman. This is why it's a Frenchman podcast. i will on spell down no more. Colin. Okay, so what did I say? Get, in, get invited to this thing. Fucking... Um, so I, um, I try to forget how it began. I don't remember how it begun and how it ended. Um, I didn't drink anything. I didn't eat anything. It was just for an afternoon or something. Like an evening. From like a 3 p.m. to like an 8 p.m. sort of thing. Like it was kind of a good chunk. We didn't have dinner. so I was fairly hungry after I remember. Or was it the day? I don't know. It was like a good period of the day. Um, I just remember like we're in this... Building that was sort of bought or owned by someone in this religion, and I remember being <laughs> and they borrowed a lot from like uh the Indian religions like opening up like chakras they borrowed a lot from chakras, but then they say they're not non denominational but then they borrow a lot from like uh gurus and stuff and like Indian gurus, so it's like very strange if it's oneness i f- I don't know there might be more evidence on this but anyways um. I don't need to pull any of those images up. But I think it's fine.
3: Get in where um,
2: we're like probably sixty, maybe eighty of us.
1: Well oh, that many? Yeah.
2: And this big hall, and we all gymnasium. Uh, yeah, like a dining hall. It's like a banquet hall. Okay. Yeah, it's like a banquet hall carpet.
1: Even weirder carpet.
2: <laughs> carpet, yeah. And then and then foldable chairs, and we all have our own chair, and we sit in a circle. And then the leader, Michael. Of course his name's fucking Michael. <laughs> uh typical wooden beads, white t shirt, uh like a Henley shirt, uh, grey hair. Um an older fella. Just like the classic like if, if you were to draw a cult leader, that's what you'd draw, you know? Yeah. We all sit in a circle, we all like start uh basically <laughs> basically hyperventilating. But it's it was called dragon breathing. Your face. We're,
3: they
1: and called so far, it. They so far, called it dragon. Yeah,
2: breathing. dragon breathing, like dragon breaths, <laughs> <laughs> like really aggressive breathing, <laughs> like if you're given birth. And and you did this. We all eighty of us did this. <laughs> but not, no, but we're not. We're not done. We're not done. We're just getting started. Um, yeah, but we're sitting. But even before the dragon breathing, uh, so we all s- sit in a circle and. <laughs> The person to your left, so I'm sitting down, my left hand is palms down, I think, mm-hmm. and my right hand is palm up and right. you and you and you hold hands, yeah, so your left hand, yeah, and then you hold on to their person's hand, right, so everyone's everyone's like... <laughs> 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 but but it was like in through the nose out through the, out through the mouth, sort of thing and and everyone's holding hands, and you have to hold on as tight as you can, everyone, and then you then you fucking, it. what's it called when you pump yourself up with like VO two like your when you when you hyper oxygenate your blood you get all fucked up when you hyperventilate you're, yeah, you're like yeah. pumping in more oxygen to your blood
1: yeah because you can see like lightheaded headed
2: yeah, yeah you, you so get, like, no get, people, yeah, um, like no shit people yeah like no yeah so that's exactly what was going on <laughs> in retrospect but we're doing the dragon breathing and uh, <laughs> I have a hard time trying to stay serious <laughs> with this shit um, so. We're sitting in we're sitting in circle, about eighty of us, and then we're just we're just giving her. And we're just I think probably for an hour?
1: Hyperventilating. It's not healthy. An hour. Close to it. It felt like an hour. An hour. Yeah. Yeah. And and then what happens after <laughs> the hours up? You're...
2: Well, it was just a bunch of a bunch of talks and different like other breathing. There's all kinds of different kinds of breathing, dude. Like that's one thing you gotta get you gotta get through. Right? Is there all kinds of different breathings?
1: <laughs> so you got your dragon breathing. You got you While got your we're... lizard breathing. <laughs> you, well, you can't forget about the mammal breathing because we're all mammals. <laughs> we need and we need to center ourselves with our mammal breathing because we we don't want to experience too much outside of, like, the realm of the dragons and well, the lizards and the avians. <laughs> we, we need to bring it back to the mammal the spirit. F- the
2: fish breathing with the gills?
1: Because if not, you won't feel one.
2: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. So, so we're doing all kinds of different, like, slower breathings and, and faster ones and holding our breaths, too, and stuff. Lots of holding breaths, too. Yeah, that was a big part of it. But while this is happening, this we're getting guided through this all and, like... Something about opening a portal, like we were right. we're opening a portal, yeah, like where we were like linking to a higher dimensional being. Huh? Yeah, you never heard of this opening portals?
1: Did they, by any chance, watch the OA on Netflix? <laughs> which is a fucking, which is a great which show. Is a great show. Check it out. No, no, not but
2: uh, no, open a portal uh, to a higher dimensional being, and that could be whatever being you want it to be. Um, that's the thing. So. Goes on and on. Then after we, de- after all this, we like debrief, and I'll talk about our experiences and what we feel and shit like that. And like, what'd you say? I don't remember, I was, I, I went into tears because I was hyperventilating <laughs> for so long, and I thought it was some sort of spiritual awakening. So that's how they get you. <laughs> oh my god, that's how they get you. <laughs> so what made you not go back? Um, that's a good question. I think it was at the time. It was like I, I had that was all I needed. I was like. Oh, like I'm I, good, and then I went on, I went on like trying to be spiritual and meditate and stuff like that for for a couple months, and then I just started, getting, you know, got back into the pizzas and <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> like I mean, if you uh, meditating's great and all, but if you oh yeah, a for sure. But like, yourself, but the, I mean... the
2: angle of like the way it was done was differently. Like I was more believing in, I was actually trying to have some faith and stuff. But like, tastes a lot different right now for me. But <laughs> so like, damn, it was it was weird, so weird. And uh, yeah, I didn't go back because it was like. After that, it was like seven hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Oh, there we go. Yeah,
2: here's like, the here's the big thing. Yeah, I think inscription with... like to to be a member it was like two hundred fifty bucks, and then like initiation. <laughs> and I get just and... see
1: you going two hundred fifty bucks. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna meditate at home, and I'll do my dragon breaths at home.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, like dragon breaths and shit like that. Um, ah. crazy. Um, it's wild. Yeah, it's, like that's
1: pre anti cult pack.
2: Yeah, pre anti cult pack. So, but yeah, there's was, there was all kinds of stuff. That, like, we all talked and debriefed and whatever. And I remember when we got there and when we left, everyone had to hug each other not as a group, but individually. You would greet someone and you'd hug someone for like five seconds. Fucking like, strange. One, two. Well, you, you, you three, would, it was just like these long hugs. Everyone would give each other two, long two, hugs. Two, like, if it was family, it was really strange, but they're strangers. So let's stop breaking the rules of society and just act normal and handshake. <laughs> but no, we have to fucking go
1: in for a deep one. <laughs> On day one.
2: Fuck, man. It was very strange. Yeah. Fucking strange, man. Yeah. So anyways, no fucking cults. No cults. This is a cult-free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um... You got a unit to show me? Yeah, absolute unit of the day. Um, here. <laughs> that looks like my cat. Oh, <laughs> hang on, I gotta bring it to the wrong, bring it to the right tab.
3: Not showing. It's not showing. Where is the other? That's not showing. Oh, there it is.
1: (laughs) One there. (laughs) Another one. Oh, shit. (laughs) I think uh, one of our absolute units of the day is going to have to be my cat.
0: Oh look
3: They're at that bailing. big boy! Big absolute unit of a shark. Oh, at this. Yeah, imagine that thing charging at you. Got fucking boots on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> big bear. A dog.
1: That's a dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so crazy lots of stuff going on um yeah lots of stuff going on i mean hockey is gonna go on for another while there's some games yeah. tonight
1: yeah well yeah uh, I'm, i mean i'm i'm sure washington's probably uh probably up in their game but yeah yeah i mean
2: the predictions are there we'll see if you if you recover from it next week or what your predictions will be
1: yeah well predictions are in final recap I, I, i'm i saying boston tomorrow night and i'm saying vegas i'm saying mark stone with the winner i'm <laughs> saying it's going to be in overtime yeah. and uh that's pretty much it stay out of cults kids
2: stay out of cults everyone that's it stay out of cults yeah. stay out of cults and uh you know build up uh, uh you know get it in
1: legislation get it in paper yeah Get you know, that pack set up. Find a pack with uh, a family member, close family member, or a friend. <laughs> um, safety in numbers. Yeah. If you have a friend who starts wearing white robes, sound the alarm. Yeah. And no wooden beads. No no wooden jewelry. That's right. They start showing you symbols like this. Yeah. All right, man. Take care, guys. Take it easy, everyone.
0: Don't be upset. Hey. Just cut me loose, with a soulful song Don't play, no Frenchman street blues